Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Happy New Year to everyone listening. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's do another year of this. Boast. Well, my button Whoa. doesn't work. <laughs> First day back. Way to kick it <laughs> off. Let's do another year of this. Bull. There we go. And uh, fire off a beautiful 2024. Welcome home, boys. It's nice to see everybody again. And uh, I'm I'm awake at the time I've been going to bed. It's crazy. I've been hitting it about four o'clock most every night. So that alarm went off. It was like lighting me on fire. That was a different experience. Trying to go to bed last night, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I get so far twisted on on uh, you know breaks that it's just like. And I'm on the couch. I got just got to ease and, into it. Oh, the the dogs are off schedule. They stay up with me all night long. They're on the couch with me watching whatever it is I'm watching. I'm doing projects in the middle of the night. I got a headlamp on, I'm outside, I'm hanging wolf eyes, which I'll explain in a minute, which is the coolest thing in the world. But uh, yeah, so the whole thing, and 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 also, uh, hearty uh, and healthy, massive f- you to everybody who decided that fireworks weren't just for the four, uh, uh, for New Year's oh, Eve, man, but know. for the 26th, the 27th, Christmas Eve, 3 a.m., for Jesus' fake birthday, for all that stuff. It was nonsense. And everybody said, well, man, pollution. We get a lot of pol- it's because the place was the Gaza Strip for two weeks. And it's not entertaining to anybody but the hillbillies. I, I sat every night and hoped that the emergency rooms were flooded double COVID style with half-handed hillbillies that were wandering in because their drunken 2 a.m. stupidity wouldn't end. I get it. New Year's Eve. Have at it. Go nuts. Have a blast. Till like, I'll give you till one. You got one o'clock. That's enough. Three, four, five a.m. And then some idiot yesterday, <laughs> eight in the morning. <laughs> uh, goose, <laughs> Yep, that's fun. That's fun for the whole neighborhood. Just eat a sploder. I'm kind of retarded, so that's entertaining to me in the middle of the day. Idiots. And, of course, my neighborhood, there's a fire truck blazes by, a couple of paramedics. For, uh, like, I don't know, it was like the 28th of December. It made no sense. And uh, because at, you know, 3.30 in the morning, uh, the Korean War veteran that lived down the road didn't like that. Didn't like waking up to that sound. And uh, send him into some sort of cardiac arrest or something on next door app. You can feel those trucks rumble through your neighborhood, too. The big fire trucks going, oh, yeah. what the hell is going on out there? Because people are stupid. So I think if there's a if there's a law that need be passed in uh, 2024, it's all right. You got the Fourth of July, and you got uh, New Year's Eve. Otherwise, it's like a twenty five thousand dollar fine for you to dick around because po- we don't want to. People in next door and all the other apps that you know, why is this happening? Call the police. The police don't need to have their time wasted. We should know better. We're adults. We should know better than to not launch that stuff in the middle of the night. 
That's what teenage kids do. That's why you have talking, you know, you know, hey, we don't do that in the middle of the night. We're grown-ups, and we respect everybody else around us. And it ends at 1 a.m. And it period. ends at no 1 a.m. No fans are butts about That's it. it. That's it. But no. Rubes who are entertained by that sound can't get enough of themselves. And again, the shelter's filled up with animals. Uh, it was a nightmare for them, of course. Uh, dogs dropping dead from heart attacks, which people don't ever talk about. Happens all the time. Uh, but no, nobody cares. Uh, you just have to be prepared for it because you've got to be a better dog owner. Okay. What about Grandpa, who's got, you know, Vietnam flashbacks every five minutes? Oh, oh okay. He can just deal with it. I can't stand it. Wheel him out. Who, the old man? Yeah, we saw that in my neighborhood. That was Christmas Eve. And uh, someone did call. And you got they got a ticket there. I don't know who's handing the tickets out. The cops would be constant. I, literally, it was the big... Well, it because was, there's not too many people. That's the first time I've, in you know, all the years in Gilbert. Because Gilbert loves the black powder. Ugh, it's got, they got to get first over it. First time that's ever been said. Yeah, Gilbert loves the, the first black. black thing they've ever loved in Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> we'll invite black powder over, but not black people. Did you say black power? No, black powder. Oh, good. That's fine. Keep the BLM over on CNN. <laughs> There's got to be more firework tents per capita in Gilbert than oh, any Well, they're just eating it. Well, they're easily entertained rubes uh, who, you know, find... Because they've got 600 kids. I'd want to blow least, things up, too. Most of those tents are the sparkler stuff. Yeah. The, That's fine. Those yeah. are fun. But, yeah. the you know, the massive... The ones with the things that say report... And on one the has their source. Yeah. It's dumb. There's a lot of illegal ones out there because it, it oh, was ridiculous out there. Any like, aerial going on. Any yeah. aerial is illegal. Yeah, and there was tons of those in our area. And I'm not saying let's get the cops involved. I'm not saying just be smarter. How about just be smarter? More just be decent. That's better. Outlaw them for any other day. And if you are blowing them up on the 28th of December for no reason or the 24th, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense outside of New Year's to me, and it shouldn't. Because when it's unexpected is when you don't have your dogs prepared, when you don't have Vietnam grandpa prepared, and he's probably flown in. He doesn't know. And when that happens, you know, God forbid your cousin married an Asian girl because he's going to slice her throat at dinner. That's just all that's going to happen once that sound. You get that Chinaman out of What the hell's happening to him? Gets the steak knife and holds her hostage for a few minutes. Or, you know, maybe uh, your, your, you know, grandpa was in Vietnam as a Vietnam, and he starts shoving bamboo up people's fingernails. You just don't know what you're getting. But just stop it. How about just stop it? It's simple. 2024 will be the year of uh, basically saying, what the f*** is wrong with you? Let's, let's stop with the tolerating dummies. Let's go back to Darwin's way and say, enough. Let's, let's do a little... Maybe even a little street justice. If your neighbor is blowing stuff up at 3 in the morning, you just go over and you you have at him and his kids with your fists. How about that? Let's just let's just beat up families again like the olden days. Five across the mouth. Used to do that back in the 50s? You blew something up at 3 in the morning? You'd get a rap on your door. It's like that your neighbor, Ned, would... <laughs> what the hell are you doing? And then you'd just get a beat down. In epic proportions, your kids would come out and they'd get punched. Everybody in the family would just get punched and, and you'd learn your lesson. <laughs> it's a fact. Line them up. Line them up. Everybody, <laughs> they could hit my daddy. And then you'd punch one of them. That's enough. So on Christmas Eve, I'm standing outside in the front yard. I had construction. On, by the way, uh, the crew that I had, not only did they finish the day they said they were going to, uh, under budget, uh, create environments. Unreal. 
I, I I've been telling you about him. I, I'm I'm more excited about him than ever. Got another thing I'm starting with him here. In the next couple, I'm I'm, I'm not going to stop because they're just such a. You're it's an just beyond being an addict. It's it's the best experience I could ever imagine, and it's just a perfect outcome. So I'm outside. Uh, the construction was up till the 23rd. They they got the last guy came in there, and I mean it was just to clean up. It was an amazing cleanup. My house never looked cleaner. He, he did an amazing job. So I go outside to uh, get a light right and do something that it's about eight at night, Christmas Eve, and maybe a little later than that. Fireworks going off like crazy. I don't know what's going on, and uh, and I see, uh, of course, you know, I'm super conscious of dogs getting out and loose, and I look over and I see in my uh, neighbor's front yard, and they're not home, a dog running across the front yard. I'm like, oh crap! So I go over and I start running towards them, and they've got a pod of they're storing something in their front driveway. So the dog runs behind the thing. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I'm standing out in the cold second. Mm, hey, buddy, who wants a cookie? You know, trying to be sweet, do the sweet doggy voice. I'm like, look at his big bushy tail. I'm like, whoa, that's a coyote. <laughs> and so I, he catches sight of me. I see him. And this dude takes off and, I mean, hits the fence. It's a seven-foot fence. And he made that look like it was about a foot and a half off the ground. I mean, he hit that top top feet, tapped the bottom feet, scratched a little. Not much. Bang. Now he's in my backyard. It's my like, crap. So oh. I, run, I run into the house making sure that my uh, my dogs are all right. And they're in, and I'm, so I hit the door. My dog, Jack Ham, who's like all dogs combined. He looks like a lab, but he's not any lab at all. And he takes off like he knew around the corner. And he's going. Coyote's standing by the pool. <sighs> Jack just hits it. And I mean flying. Coyote leaves. Woo. Didn't like that. Jack comes back strutting a little bit. I'm like, good job, buddy. Nice work. Now let's uh, start working on getting all this other stuff in order here. That was a little bit of a scare. And I'm understanding that the wild animals are not liking these explosions either. They might just be scrambling around in desperation mode. So I get the dog back in. Everything's kind of calmed down. Turn around. I look by the pool. Coyote just staring at me. I come back. And I'm like, oh, brave mother effer. So I turn my sound effects machine on. And just uh, lit him up. I got that all through the backyard. Lighting him up. I got screams. I got all sorts. He takes off running again. Turns out there was a dead bird in my yard that he was. A Scooby Snack. Somehow, Ah. after me scaring him in the front yard, he found a dead bird in the backyard. Because, by the way, birds also, during all these explosions, drop dead out of the sky or smash into windows and things like that. They shouldn't be flying around at night. And he's dead. So the coyote's like hunting. He finds the thing. So now I've got this, I got a little old 13-year-old, 15-pound uh, dog that I, you know, because I am, as they say on next year, we'll keep an eye on your dog to dump then. So I do. So now i got to make sure that he's okay because he just likes to take perimeter walks of the yard. And he can't hear very well anymore. So I'm like, all right, now i got a coyote proof. I peed more in my backyard than a caveman used to pee outside the entire trip. <laughs> and I bought wolf pee, loads of it loads of wolf pee so my whole yard is just wolf piss and my pee all over the perimeter do the dogs check it out they do and they're like huh. about that. and then they're not like real sure about certain areas anymore because it's got heavy wolf pee in the corners and then i bought these things that um simulate eyeballs of animals because evidently coyotes hate that too my yard is just an anti-coyote trap it is awful. freak out 
everywhere they look, there's little red flashing eyes about three feet off the ground. Like if you look a direction in my yard, if you're paying attention, you'll see what looks like a wild animal sitting in there. The only bad thing about this is, and those are pretty red, is that now I'm scared all the time <laughs> because I don't remember where I put all those things. So sometimes I'm like, is that one? Because if it's at night, you're looking around, like, oh, Jesus, is that? Oh, no, okay, that's one of my, my wolf eyes. Never mind. I got a whole bunch of those. I got fake owls. Where the hell do you buy wolf pee online? Are you serious? Tons of it. What, and, wolfpee.com? And or, I mean, is it an Amazon thing? Uh, or what? I just went, well, how to, coyote deterrence. Okay. And it just gave me, a, and I bought all of them. And then, of course, because I'm terrible at ordering things, a box about the size of, you know, a moving van shows up. I bought like He's 22 a, a barrels of, of wolf eyes. I have a lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of wolf piss. A lot of it. And it doesn't smell that bad. It's not like something you smell like it's when you're like a, cat pee a or anything yeah. like that. Okay. No, no, it's not like you smell it. It isn't. It's uh, and it goes on these little foam things, and you put sticks in the ground. It's kind of neat. You don't just go pouring it all over the place, but you can, I suppose. But it would absorb easier. And then you go out and spray your little spots. With, it's like a, it's like an uh, uh, like psh, psh, little thing. Oh, okay. You just go out and shoot it under the spongy thing. It's pretty awesome. So, so far. So good with the uh, coyote thing, but in that morning, on Christmas Eve morning, I noticed as I was outside with the dogs, um, there was a bird walking in my yard. And I, there's a lot of like birds that are injured for some reason that use my. There's home. a whole uh, well, they know story That's on the amount of it. birds that are killed every year. They're, they're blaming yeah. um, downtown building. They got to get the architecture correct because birds are slamming into the too much glass <laughs> in the. The high rises. I think it's just something that everybody's afraid to talk about, Brady, and that's the mental well-being of birds. It's a bit brave for them <laughs> to come out with their mental health issues. They're all little Pete Davidsons. Pete Davidsons with wings is what they are. They scavenge the streets for drugs and food and uh, smashing all the hot birds. Yeah, and they're banging all the other hot birds. <laughs> but yeah, so hey, they can smash into stuff, and do whatever. I can't keep track of birds. That's not my job. But I saw a little guy walking around, and I went to scooch him out, and he couldn't fly. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's no good. And he went in and hid behind the hopseed bushes. And I'm like, well, maybe he's just kind of dazed. We'll let him go. Dogs came in. They left him alone. And later that night, there was just a puff of feathers when I saw where the coyote was. Pretty awesome. Pretty eventful Christmas Eve. So that was Christmas presents at my house with just boxes and boxes of wolf piss and phony dog eyes that are... All over the backyard now. And I peed At least you had something to open on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was nice. And it, it arrived like that night. I got it at, and like at midnight. The guys were like, we got <laughs> the wolf piss delivery guy is not. He, he never says, well, there's a backlog. I'm gonna, it's going to take a few days. You order wolf piss. It shows up like an hour after you order it. It's pretty amazing. Wolf pee everywhere. But I was out there because the internet said, if you pee all over, some people say that works. It was a 50-50 proposition, but it's still fun to pee all over outside. Yeah, you got to so. go. You got to go. Yeah, and that sure. was kind of the thing. It was like, I was like, oh, I don't have to run back to the house. If I got to pee, I just knock it out by the fence line. I'm walking, you know, doing sidestep. And I realized I'm good for about 35 steps and not even fast. Did you sidestep like left, right, left, right? 21 seconds. All the way down the fence. I'm, I crushed 21 seconds. There's no way that, that I'm, I'm bringing that curve up. I pee. I'm like a camel. I pee like three times a day, uh, and it's a 1,000 gallons. But I covered a whole wall. I never tried the step version. Yeah, I mean, the, they always try to do your name and all the yeah, old yeah. school stuff, but this is a new way of doing it. I'm going to give a little, it a shot. Do a little, uh, you know, right step, right step, and walk a line. 
And see how and, and doing you, a cha cha slide yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. You'd be what? blown away at how far you'll actually. It's amazing. Yeah, left. <laughs> yeah. This guy says your backyard is now a mini Apache Junction attraction. <laughs> we got these all over. Yeah, Apache Junction probably has wolf eyes and people urine all over. Yeah, but you don't smell it, and it's good. And you just. But it's uh, you know, you don't think about that stuff when you're. Love to hear that one. <laughs> and then wild animals are running around and birds are floating. Kicking up it. everything. You're, you're an idiot. You're, you are an idiot. That's it. But we made it through and uh, all is well. I had to deal with fireworks. I'm watching out for Gilbert goons all over the yeah, place. The Gilbert goons are making a... Now, I didn't the thing that happened with Gilbert goons, wasn't that what happened up there in Queen Creek? They... they they think the Gilbert Three Goons areas, killed that Chandler, boy. Chandler, Queen Creek, and Gilbert. But is that the same group? Because they arrested some people for the kid that got killed at that Halloween party. Supposedly it is. And then, the, and then the, another group or the same group of goons went over and started to beat people up. Well, they didn't know. According to the, you know, they jumped the guy, the kid, and they didn't know they killed him. Yeah, but they that left. happens when you start beating the tar right. out of somebody. Right. It's a risk you run when you're, when you're you know, yeah. raining down blows onto somebody's head. And, um, what you hear, you know, because they're all uh, supposed to be upper class, upper middle class. Sure. Um, the schools that they identify, the one family, again, um, <laughs> under suspect, right. has moved to Costa Rica. Oh, the whole wow. family took off? Yep. Is this the Mormon's uh, Catholic version of if when there's trouble, we can move you somewhere new? I don't know, but... <laughs> Wow. And I love the false sense of security. If they're it, supposed to be upper class kids, they're the worst ones. Those oh, yeah. are the worst Coke users. Those are the highest teen pregnancy rates. Those are the worst ones. That place is, of course, going to have the goons. They're bored. And by nature, they're the toughest ones if they just pretend to be tough. Because all those other kids are sheltered little babies. It's a terrible thing. One family. guy that I know um, that has a letter that his son has been cleared of it but it's been an absolute headache because uh the goons you know that night made their rounds they were just out going to different parties or other people isn't though it goes from the fbi right a letter saying you've been investigated there's no it's incredible the attention and i you know people always bring this up with uh, other stuff that (laughs) maryvale is nothing but goons like, I drove by 19th Avenue and Camelback. The hell yeah. are you doing over that there? car stuff. Oh, my God. Get a new car. So I had to go left I was looking around. Oh, okay. I was over at Bill Luke, and I was uh, some wolf peeking, at some, <laughs> uh, peeking at some Jeep parts. Okay. over at, uh, and, and I popped by there, and I'm like, oh, I'm right here. That 19th Avenue and Camelback uh, at 8 a.m. on, a, uh, like, a, a weekday, that little convenience store in that corner is a disaster. And no FBI is investigating that neighborhood for a bad crime. But Gilbert has the goons. And the next thing you know, it's on the news. What's going on with the Gilbert goons? When white kids, when white parents are scared that their kids might get punched, the FBI gets involved. The little pussies over there in Gilbert are under threat of being punched. And the FBI starts, well, we'll track this. Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, I mean, I can go right by a couple areas where... Uh, the Gilbert goons would pee their pants. And the FBI ain't involved over there. Uh, these are, they'll handle it themselves. I was on a ride-along in a couple of neighborhoods that I'm sure 
letters weren't being sent to home saying your child's acting a, a touch a skosh aggressive. That's just a day that ends yeah. in Y in Maryvale. Better be aggressive over in Maryvale or you're going to end up being gooned out. That's what they need to do. That's the punishment. Your stupid Gilbert kid starts gooning off and gets caught. Jail isn't where you take him. You take him right down there to whatever high school is on. You, you get him one of them stand-by-me high schools. Or not stand-by-me. What's the stand-and-deliver? Stand-and-deliver yeah. high schools. And you drop him off in there in Mr. Gutierrez's class with all the other kids with teardrops uh, on their faces. And then, and then you watch those little, those special little angels, the Bradens and Cadens and Haydens of Gilbert that thought they were badass for a little bit. That's the punishment. Some stuff the them in there. Stuff them in there with some brown kids. And the, the, was it the uh, real tough ones? Sean Penn and Bad Boys, or he got uh, put in that juvie jail, and it was oh. the same thing with yeah. all that. Oh yeah, you don't want to do that. Jail isn't. Jail is too easy because that makes them tougher. This just scares them. Because they're free to go at the end of the day. Jail, at least you got some guards and some cops nearby. Maryville, the cops don't care to go over there. They'd be, they'd be writing things all day long. It'd be paperwork nonstop. They go when they call. They're not patrolling the area. Why would you? You'd, be, you'd never stop working. Take one of your Gilbert kids. That's the punishment for a Gilbert kid. Right out of school. You're getting, you're getting, and we'll send a car. Taxpayer dollars. Pick you up every morning and drive your ass over there to 19th Avenue and Camelback where you got to wait for your bus with those people, and I guarantee your kids straightens up mighty fast. Four times last year, John, there were skirmishes at the in and out at Santan. I can't believe Village. it, and the FBI's involved. Let's call the Federal Bureau of Investigation wow. to find out these little white kids might get punched in the nose. Hannah said she saw a brown boy swinging at a, a one of ours. <laughs> they don't know what to do when they're looking for. What's it's it's like when they say somebody got stabbed in Maryville? We're looking for a man five feet eight, hundred and seventy five pounds, brown Aztec haircut. I mean, it's all of them. In Gilbert, it's like we're looking for a blondish boy about six feet, one hundred and seventy five pounds, with a shirt that says "bra." That's all of them. You can't go looking for a white kid in Gilbert. You're never going to find him. So of course the FBI's got to get involved. You'll but. never find him. I'm re, I'm, I, you know, I tried to tune out as much as I could over the last two weeks, but the Gilbert goons kept popping up on my phone, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Are they actually naming them that? As a, yeah. You got, oh, yeah. really? Oh, that's okay. it. That's, yeah. that's their I've kind of ducked it. That's yeah. why I'm well, ducking the news. You know, I, my, my advice is, Whitey, your kid isn't that great over there in Gilbert. We're, we're upper class. Your kid's an asshole because he's upper class, and, and there's the a chance. he finds out who, uh, oh, that's, uh, his son's a suspect or whatever. Yeah. We should... Boycott his business. Yeah. See, that's my problem with Gilbert. It pretends to be wealthy. And if it was, you would have never heard about this. Because in the Biltmore area and in uh, Paradise Valley, when their kids get in trouble, most of them have lawyers that you never hear about it on the news. Gilbert can't afford it. They just want to pretend to look like they're that wealthy. And then when real trouble happens, the Gilbert goons are born because nobody's got good enough real lawyers over there in that area to actually hide them. They tried to move to Costa Rica. The church tried to help. That's a good thing. I guarantee you the Mormon church scooted them over. Can you just do a mission? We'll call well, it a mission. Well, believe it or not, they weren't LDS. Yeah, yeah. anymore. If you're in Costa Rica for uh, popping over there, you're Mormon. you got a connection. Somewhere in the, one of those little areas. But either way, if the Gilbert goons leaked out into our neighborhoods, they'd be handled. Keep it in Gilbert goons. And I feel terrible because... They killed someone. Oh, the po- you know, and the- they're, they're horrible human beings. 
Yeah, take those Gilbert kids over to Carl Hayden High School and see how fast those little white kids straighten up. (laughs) Dump the rest of them at Trevor Brown in Alhambra. (laughs) Yeah, you want some real punishment. Gilbert Jail is not the place. FBI guys coming to their place just makes them feel cool. Carl Hayden. And I don't know if they'll ever be able to to figure that out, too. What? You know, make the... uh, arrest or have enough evidence i mean right now they're reviewing oh. everything to see they got a, if they have a case because you can even have you know even if you have video but if there's no see that's the thing start, that's a tough thing to that's why these kids prosecute. will be in trouble compared to paradise valley paradise valley's uh, those white kids dads are lawyers over there in gilbert they're all dentists there's not a lot of stuff they can do that every gilbert is the dental money pv is the law like the real law money. like that's the real deal those kids never get in trouble my friend uh blew his car up mashing it into somebody's house and ran away on foot covered in cocaine and pockets full of it high as a kite three weeks with a uh, ankle brace he was going like he he had a a chase the cops were chasing him pops is an amazing lawyer that's basically how paradise valley was gilbert his dad would be an amazing dentist there's nothing's gonna happen there a couple of crowns yeah, he might, feelings. Yeah, might kid gets off. Offer up a little. You don't think they're going to start snitching on each other? <laughs> what, Oh, and Gilbert? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Gilbert and Absolutely. The goons will get caught because some, some, yeah. one of the Braden Haydens is going to start talking. Start threatening their mission. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be I'll tell you singing. right now. Oh, they'll see. I guarantee. But jail is, jail is too easy. Carl Hayden, Alhambra. Drop him off over there. Trevor Brown. What's up? Pull me. What are you doing over here? Even Westwood. I I'm mean, a, you don't even have to go oh, that far. Yeah, I mean, really on, that's stabby true. enough. That's true. That's stabby. <laughs> Do you imagine that, like, are you one of those Gilbert goons? <laughs> yes. You're, we're going to fun with you, boy. <laughs> okay. He's getting straight A's, Carl oh, Hayden. Man. He's trying to get out in one semester. I'll straighten your goddamn kids out. Leave it to me. I'd be that judge that goes on TV later. Unique uh, sentencing from Judge Holmberg again. All right, Cracker. See you, Trevor Head. <laughs> Educational scared straight program. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to go to jail. Gilbert jail? Why? No. I'm not putting you in that. No. Look, you're going over here to Trevor Brown for a semester. Full semester of it. If you don't get straight A's, you get another semester. And you got to run track just to embarrass yourself the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you have to try out for track and football. God dang it. You realize I'm six feet, 175, and white. Yep. And you're going to be on the track team at Trevor Brown. Cuts into my gaming time. <laughs> Dude. I can't beat Keyshawn in the six feet. <laughs> right. That's right. And you're going to be embarrassed by him on a regular basis. My dad's a dentist. I know. He can't help you right now. He can't do a thing. Gilbert Goons. Yeah, I saw that on the news the other day. And they're like, the, the FBI is involved in the investigation. Now, I understand there's a murder investigation. I hope these kids get Everything that comes out, their families get rather parents are ridiculed forever. But that, well, like, I, I, I think there's a problem. There's a lot of families that have been thrown into the mix. Yeah, that weren't in. Well, whoever the real ones are, yeah. I don't care. Like you there's know, a the inve- ton of these kids up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I know the investigation They're- part will be what it is. But uh, you're little angels that don't do anything wrong, and I'm so sick of parents saying that. Oh, not my kid. He wouldn't uh, look online. Read your brave little child who you think is, you know. It, they're horrible. They're horrible little creatures, and online's made them even worse. Look no further than professional football. They're 22- and 25-year-old kids.
kids on social media, they're so insecure. If anybody says anything, they flip out. Professional athletes flip out about, like, somebody said something and they do these, like, posts and the coaches have to go, hey, calm down on social media. They're taking it away from these players. They're like, you don't know what you're doing. And you can't hear anybody say anything bad about you without losing your mind. So that same weekend, that was the Halloween weekend that that kid got killed. Yeah. Well, that he got beat up, he yeah. died a couple of days later. Yeah. Alex was in Queen Creek, and we have location on him. Yeah. So I noticed that he was down there. And He's then not the next day, it? well, no, the next day I had to ask him because the news had come out that yeah. the kid was beaten up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you weren't at yeah. that party, were you? Yeah. And he's like, no, we were. We made sure that we weren't, but we he heard goes about to Queen it. Queen Creek parties? Yeah. Jesus. He goes to Gilbert parties because apparently they a lot of party in Gilbert. Yeah, a lot more cocaine. I know. And a couple of the resources. Parents, the parents have a lot of that laughing gas. They're all dentists. And so. that's what you have to ask yourself as a parent. What's in Gilbert that makes <laughs> right. you want to go down right. there? Anytime I drifted outside yeah. of Mesa, where are you going? Oh, a friend of mine's in Tempe. What's in Tempe? Nobody in Tempe goes to your school. That's true. Uh, we knew him from, all right, no. Uh, I wasn't allowed to leave the, like I had a radius before GPS. My dad seemed to know that I was up to no good. Anyway, it's a thing. Uh, so, happy New Year, everybody! There's Gilbert Goons. <laughs> Kick one of those kids. You know what the worst part about the Gilbert Goon kid would be? Same as PV. The second they get kicked in the nuts, they look at their parents like, well, "Why is anybody going to help me out?" Like they're 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 badasses until they get their hands behind their backs. And you'll see these little blonde bitch kids crying their eyes out on the news, and I can't wait for that. One semester at Trevor Brown and then send him to jail for like a year. Real jail, too. Jesus, Jaden gave up everybody. <laughs> and Jaden's going to tell on you. That's the worst thing. If you're a Gilbert Goon and you're listening right now, Hayden, Jaden, Caden, they can't be trusted. Just takes one goon yeah. to drop. Yeah. When, when their parents say, all right, we're not taking it to the British Virgin Islands for your graduation unless you tell. Like, oh, I got to get my BVI time in. It was Hayden, Caden, and Jaden. Well, that's not narrowing it down to anything. They're all named that. Can you imagine the size of their eyes if Edward James almost walks in as their teacher? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ole, ole, hola, hola, hola. Welcome to Escuela. <laughs> what? What's he saying? You better learn it soon, kid. I'm not Selena's dad no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he announces a couple of his other roles. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the whole rundown. Now, speaking of uh, not really getting it, Gilbert, we're talking about you. I was at the Suns game the other night for El Valle night, and I've noticed this the last couple El Valle nights. If we at KUPD said we're going to celebrate Mexican heritage and had El Valle Day, and part of that celebration was a team of people in sombreros dancing, and then during the game um, – they superimpose a lowrider and play lowrider on the big screen and then just show, and then put people in the crowd and they act like they're driving a lowrider to the song. I'm like, I think that's kind of mean. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I think that's a wow. little bit like, wow, this is what we said. Like if, I, if John Holmberg went on the news and said, well, of course you celebrate Mexican culture by wearing a sombrero. Playing lowrider and driving around in a lowrider—that's what they do. I mean, that's that's that really was the only thing that was missing the night that I went for the uh, Native American. Oh, uh, they do it to that. They bring the dancers out, yeah. and if they didn't have the stand, everything was happening except the crowd doing the tomahawk right. chop. Exactly. Now, the only thing about the Indian thing I'll give you is that they used real Indians. Yeah, they didn't make the Suns dance team dress up in Mexican. 
or an Indian like they did. Oh, they were real Mexicans. hoop dancers. Right. They didn't bring out a team of Mexican dancers. And the worst part is the two times I've been to El Valle night, they do the, uh, like a, uh, they'll do it like a Mexican song. And then you're supposed to like dance and they'll show a few Mexican people. And then, but each they're one is going like this. It's, no, it's a performance. No, everybody's participating. The low rider thing was mostly blacks and whites. <laughs> Like that, like the cameraman knew. Don't put a Mexican guy in there. It just looks bad, to have, especially if it's in Lokes and he's like, he's <laughs> got one button, like what the shirt Brett has on today. <laughs> like Brett would be Brett's perfect. Like, yeah, Brett would be right? But so the Indian thing was Indians. But you imagine if they're like, all right, uh, fans, and they're giving away like a fifty dollars gift card to you know the team gift shop. And they're like, let's dance, and they show. And at let's the end, do your best war call. Right, at the end, it flashes <laughs> the word winner on the board, and they show the best dancer, and it's a guy who's like as white as me. They did that with El Valle night. They're dancing around, having dance night, and yeah, and they're doing that. Well, it wasn't even the lowrider thing. That was a oh. different experience. That didn't have a winner. That was just here's what Mexicans do in their cars that scare us. And that was and the introduction is all old English. They got Utah uh, Watanabe. Spray paint. Watanabe is standing in front of a lowrider for the, the the video that runs before the game for El Valle night. They have the whole team. In front of these cool lowriders, which is really neat, but shouldn't be Watanabe shouldn't be standing in front of it doing a gang song. It just doesn't work. It's like gung ho in front of it. Like people don't remember the movie, but that's what it looked like. <laughs> so they're doing the lowrider thing, but at the end of the Mexican hat dance that they did, this white guy's like, "Here's our winner!" I'm like, "Yay!" And I'm like, "Okay, you just gave the fifty dollars gift card on a value night to a dude named Tom. It's not a thing." And they might as well just had it halftime. It's all right. It's the leaf blower races. I, think, oh, oh, just, I would go to that. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> I'm in. Sign me up. You, you go to it anyway. Because oh, yeah. El Valle night was that. When they did the lowrider thing, I was, it's a lot to make me think, ooh, somebody's going to get in trouble for this. Like, for me to, to go down the road, and this is no like. But again, I for think. For your $50 food city card. Yeah, I, I think to myself. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. I think to myself, I walk a fine line in this job all the time. I know, I know the walls that you're like, oh, that's no good. Yeah. Don't do that. Now I'll take chances, but you come here for that. Yeah. You don't go to the Suns game for a dude going, watch this. I'm going to throw a lowrider up on the big screen, and then white people will. And the whole time, do you have the song at all? Because it's got a very very specific beat. And everybody acts like they're steering the lowrider because it's a, it's the windshield of the car, and then they put you in it. It's not. I got right. you. It's not. Yeah. It's a, it's a fans on your feet to hop behind a lowrider like the Mexicans do. El Valle night, and they try to act like they're culturally helping. Great cowbell. Oh, it's an awesome song. But if I played this every time I saw a Mexican, I'd be an asshole. Like, hey, there's, hey, what's up, Juan? Turn it down, oh, asshole. But this is for you. You got that sound effects machine at the bar. Anytime anybody right. of any Oh, and my Mexican friends, uh, that Joe and JD, and, the, and, and the, the Mexicans that show up, we tease them constantly. That there's, you know, leaves on the ground. And, you know, we joke with them. They're Because it's at my house, and they're, we're friends. But people I don't they know, know what they're expecting. if I'm like, hey, we're celebrating Mexican culture, and a white guy's playing this, it's not right. It's just, it's... And then put them on a screen and go, all right, everybody. So all these white women are doing the dance with the, like they're steering the lowrider that they're fake in. 
Uh, and in the end, they get a $50 gift card to the Team Sun Shop for being the best fake Mexican. Oh, actually turn this down in my car when it, when I'm driving with the windows exactly. down. Like, uh-uh. If you're white and you're, and you're like, I'm going to celebrate Mexicans today. Do you even pull into the La Pinata parking lot? <laughs> oh, oops. Park my car. Got a to-go order? Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you over my Mexican appreciation music. That's not what this is. It's wrong. And I love the suns and all the stuff that's going on down there. And it's a fun environment. But that's one we're like, well, aren't we? What, what? And everybody would be like, all right, John, calm down. It's just, but why are we doing that in the first place? Let's not celebrate cultures with that unless it's black people. That's what we're there. It's basketball. That's the only culture that needs to be super celebrated. And guess what? It's being celebrated for 48 minutes a night. That's, that's, there you go. If you had black night. And you just showed, you know, we're giving you a $50 gift card to churches and then just dudes throwing <laughs> basketballs at each other. You'd be, that's wrong. They're doing I'm the same thing. Yeah, I know you're going to go to that. This, and if he's laughing and enjoying it, you know it's know wrong. It's, it's <laughs> that was a hoot. You, that's what, you, you don't need the Brett Vesley effect. Got an idea for a Mexican celebration. All right, call in Vesley. If he starts laughing, we're way off base. <laughs> Good news, he didn't laugh. Because imagine if in that press conference, or in that press conference, in that uh, boardroom, we are going to have El Valle night, and Brett's there, and here's our plan. During the night, we're going to pump this music here, and we're going to show uh, the crowd pretending to drive lowriders. <laughs> oh, wait, Brett's laughing. Maybe we shouldn't do that. All right, how about leaf blower night, or hammer and nails? I'm in there. But who can tile a roof faster? Uh, we're going to do the dunk uh, with a gorilla. He's going to jump over a fence. <laughs> right, dunk the ball. I, I like that, Brady. Brett, anything? <laughs> oh, nope, can't do that. How about trench digging? Anybody want to? You it's, said trench, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not right. It's just not right. Tonight's competitors laying down pavers. <laughs> Let's see if they can pave the entire floor before the end of this time. They've done it. Wow. That is three different patterns. Holy Christ. Not only that, they laid irrigation under it. We're going to have a little break here. Oh, my. You just it can't be done. season tickets. It's, of course you would. And that's how I know my little twinge in my belly said, I, my basic rule in life is, can I get away with that? And the answer in that one is no. And unless we were trying to be, like, comedically way off base. Like if, you know, if, I don't know, if uh, Steve Trevino came in here. <laughs> we're like, hey, what's going on, buddy? And he's like, all right, guys, you're dicks. And like, yeah. It's an attempt to be dicks for the laugh. And I think that, I don't think that's what the sons are doing. But And why are we, why not have, you've got Uta Watanabe on the team. Why not have? his culture represented and they did that that one night on chinese new year and my friend who's asian korean by the way they're handing out little uh chinese um gift cards in these envelopes that have chinese writing on them and they intentionally handed him one <laughs> and wilson's korean you'll know like, you'll know you'll know this is this close is, enough this is good stuff. <laughs> that's close enough it's like a car wash or something i'm like all right yeah, I didn't. I don't get it, but it was you know, it's it's the year in which I'm going to just say enough already. That's I'm I'm not. That's enough. And CNN, another thing, and they're and they do that for Pride Night too, but they don't have them doing stereotypical stuff on the big screen because they do Pride Night and it's just a bunch of rainbows and dances and that's about it. But that's pretty much every time the dance team hits the floor. <laughs> but they do they do Pride 
uh, they did it like four times last year. I've been to one this year where Pride Night's been a thing, but they don't do much on the uh, no YMCA or no, anything like that. No. See, and that's why because they know better. They know that's, that's it, of course it is. It's, yeah, I don't know what you would do for like Sam Smith songs, George Michael. That's all you do. Share, share. Yeah, yeah it, it, come on. You can't. But when you say you that, imagine the Sam Smith. <laughs> yeah, why you? Unholy. Like, what are they doing unholy for? And why is the kiss cams just all gay? You wouldn't do it. Because, you know, it's going to stir some stuff up. But they do it with El Valle night. Mexicans don't seem mad, and they shouldn't be mad. But it is kind of a thing where you're like, all right, guys. And it's the, that's the delicate dance you do when you're like, we're going to appreciate one particular race tonight. And you start making it like you're going to step. You're, 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 you're stepping in hot tar. You're basically saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook something if I if I dance wrong." This is a, you're asking for it, and it's just celebrating individ, indiv, like breaking it down to one little sliver of a culture, and that's their night. You, like you saw with the Indian thing, it's like okay, this is getting a little bit weird. Like the hoop dances, and we're giving away he, he, feather heads, and it's just you can't. And if I'm a white guy and I want to celebrate Indian culture night on Native American night at the Suns game. And I showed up in an Indian headdress, I'd get kicked out. But isn't that like, aren't we all in on it? How does it make you feel when you see a Gilbert Goon in an El Valle uh, <laughs> right. oh, and that's sun the shirt? Best part. They're all over the place. The little blonde white kids in their El Valle shirts. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it's, it, we're supposed to be raising kids not to see color. And we constantly keep just drawing these sliver lines down and go, but here's what the colors look like. The lowrider thing, I was like, this isn't good. They shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you know, put the contortionist out there and let's not let's not make it a racial thing every time we get a chance. Let's not. And again, the one culture that should be celebrated more than ever for basketball is the black one, and they don't ever have black night. I mean, it was they last do every year. night. <laughs> every time I Kevin Durant Chinese touches the ball, thing. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> great at basketball. That was last year. I went to the Ohio State basketball game. Caught one of those, and it was a Chinese New Year right around. Yeah, for Ohio State? Yeah, for Ohio State, and the Red Panda was perform- performing. The girl, that lady on the, the, lady on the plates. She's famous. Yeah. She's amazing. Flipping those plates into her yeah. head. Yeah. She's she's a halftime sensation. She was on Pat McAfee a couple weeks ago. It's pretty amazing. She's like 100, too. She's been doing this for a 1,000 years. If you haven't seen the Red Panda. Worth it. Totally. <laughs> Completely and utterly. Like, even if you don't like basketball, just if you find out Red Panda's performing at a top five. Take Wilson with you back there for that one, too. I mean, because he knows her. He knows her. <laughs> they all know each other. They, they met at the last, uh, what are we going to do for the white people meeting? I saw one because I watch uh, the top five halftime performances for basketball. <laughs> the Panda? Panda. Okay, so I saw one that I hadn't seen yet because they travel. They're, they're, so I'm, I'm watching the Suns games on an illegal feed right now. Because of the fight with the YouTube TV, right. so I have this illegal fee. I, I went and got an antenna, and it's just a pain in the ass to switch this, switch that. So I'm like, this is easier. So I just stream this illegal feed, and it's in-house viewing, right? So I get to see all the – there's no commercials. So it goes from the broadcast, and when they say, uh, you know, sun's up, 38-37 at the end of the first quarter, and they, they tune out, it goes to the in-house feed. So I see what's going on in the arena. And so I text Kevin Ray when they were in Houston because, like, the day after Christmas in Houston, they're like, the halftime entertainment was this Middle Eastern, like, 
weird, I don't know what it was. Like, there were snakes coming out of baskets. And I'm like, this isn't, it's Christmas time. Don't do this. And it was the weirdest thing. But I did see in Sacramento, dude goes out there with a table. This is my favorite halftime performance I've seen in a while. Look at this idiot. And he's got these tubes. And he sets a tube down horizontally, puts a plate on it. Not like a dinner plate, but like a circle. And then sets one up vertically on top of the other tube. And then another plate. And he stands on those two things. And one's rolling back and forth. One's rolling side to side. And he's up there balancing like, man, I got this. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. Puts another thing on, another thing going uh, vertical. And then another one horizontal, another one. He's up like six. Now you start thinking about opposing rolling forces on top of each other. This dude is standing on six of them. And wow. just like wibbling and wobbling around. I'm, by the end of it, I was on the edge of my seat. I thought it was incredible because I could see all these halftime shows. And there's a lot of bad ones. That may have topped Red Panda because this dude got, I don't even, first off, I don't know how he was getting up there. Because the wibble wobble, like stand, it, like it wouldn't stand up on its own. Without yeah. his body weight, that thing was just going to roll off itself. It, it was pretty amazing. But Red Panda still like legendary. The Russians that do the the big wooden uh balance beam the on each other's thing shoulders. Where they jump and, no. Oh. They have this giant 30-foot stick that bends in the middle and two giant Russian dudes just put it on their shoulders on each end oh, and some yeah. broad bounces on this thing. It's nuts. That, that one, they're throwing her up to the gondola on just a stick. They still have the Jesse White tumblers? No, they're they're long dead now. What a racket. So you go to 28 <laughs> cities, you know, just do a rotation every year? Yeah. I've watched them walk into the arena. Like, they have their sticks and their bags. I'm like, there's halftime. Like, they don't get special treatment. They right. walk into the front door like I did. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway. They don't have passes. I mean, they must have something. Well, they got, I'm sure they got, like, a ticket that gets them through <laughs> faster. Like, we're the halftime thing. But if I, if I wanted to, having seen this so many times going in, I just get a big, long 30-foot stick and a girl in the leotards, and I'm getting in that arena. Right. You and Megan? <laughs> yeah. What you we're getting in. What you we're getting, and not only that, yeah, no kidding. we're going to the bowels of this thing, like, lickety-split. Nobody's asking questions. And all I have to do is go, uh, do we have some entertainment? We don't have our credentials? Oh, follow me. <laughs> Let's wheel in with a cannon. Yeah, we'll have time entertainment. I shoot footmen from oh, cannon. I have a helmet on. We're from Leningrad. And then Walk you, in and, with a bunch of plates and some snacks. And, of course, Brady would blow up like, like, da, da, businessman. I'm like, yeah. stop doing the voice. I got this. <laughs> You're going to wreck it. <laughs> He's a bit uh, concussed, is what you say, from all the cannon shots we've been practicing. Anyway. Welcome back, New Year's people. And, sons, knock it off. Let's just have Black Appreciation Night for 48 minutes. That's what that game is. Tip your cap to guys like Grayson Allen who are... Should be every kid in Gilbert should be wearing his jersey because he looks just like all of them. He got a little gray hair though, which is weird. Let's get a wake up song and find out exactly what Mike and the Molotovs have for us. Oh yeah, for I the can't wait. Uh, Holmberg's morning sickness theme of it's called Hard for Holmberg. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> it's the 2024 theme uh, from our winners of Playdio last November. Mike and the Molotovs, that's coming up in just seconds. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and let's kick this year off proper. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Life! 
see. Can you can you say anything better than Mike and the Molotovs? That is the first time we're hearing the new theme with you. If you don't like the radio, hey, f- you. I that's a lyric I can live with. Sometimes Brady gets them hard too. <laughs> That's going to happen all year. Mike and the Molotovs, their new theme for us. Do you have the lyrics? Uh, they didn't send, they didn't the, send lyrics, the lyrics, but I'll on. ask him. I enjoy it. Already, I'm happy with that. Well done, Mike and the Molotovs. Hard for Holmberg. It had us all in it. It touched all the bases. I make them hard. Somehow Toledo makes them hard. Sometimes Brady. Word sometimes is funny when it's in those. Uh, well done, gang. Well done. Excellent work. And every day for the rest of our lives. This year, at least. That's if we don't make it through next year. Now we can start counting those days. Like, start. Maybe this is it. This could be the end. I always think that. Beginning of the year, I always think that. Is this my last one? It's because you're refreshed. You're you're re- you're renewing, and you're like, all right, what does you, – you don't do that in April. Like, what does the next eight months have in store for me? You do it in January, and you think, am I going to die this year? That's one of your thoughts. <laughs> it's always – it it And it lasts most of the month. You're like, geez, i got 11 more of these. Like, it just seems like you've – the pot's empty, and it's going to fill up with – you know, new memories and new experiences, and one of them might be you dying. And that, you can't help it. It's normal to feel that way. I don't know anybody who doesn't. The most optimistic person in the world hits January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and starts going, all right, am I going to die this year? Is this it? Is what this- am I doing? Yeah, it's brand new. So is this year, is this the one that goes on the tombstone? And then you shake it off and go, I'm going to go to Bermuda in August, and you start making plans. But you can't help it in the beginning of the year to think, is this my last one? At least if you're normal. If you're not, then you're just one of those people that's, you know, avoiding the obvious potential. But anytime you're like, all right, it's a brand new start, your your brain thinks, all right, well, what do we have planned this year? And then you can't help but think, is that was that cleaning up Christmas stuff? Is this my last Christmas? I do it every year. Uh, this is it. I probably won't see this tree ever again. I probably won't. These ornaments, this, I'm putting them away for the last time. That runs through my mind. And I guess that's more, uh, you know, from a psychological standpoint, appreciation. Yeah. You know, you're putting things away saying, hey, this could be the last time I better stop and smell the roses. I will say, having combed through a lot of our best of stuff over the last yeah. few weeks. We should die. You had this same feeling <laughs> in, Every year. Uh, what was it? We ran a piece, 2009. Every year. I so 15 years yeah. about? Oh, every year, I think. Yeah. This is it. This could be the two o two four could be the thing on that little box <laughs> yeah. with with me inside ding, it. Ding, yeah, ding, that ding. little box of, like, of me just as an ashtray. Uh, you know, that could be it with four solid steel chunks. That'll be. It's going to be a tough urn. That urn, my urn's going to be kind of clunky because when you burn me up, preheat to eighteen seventy five. <laughs> and you stuff me in an urn, it's going to have four titanium. Set, right? Yeah, the kids are going to want to play with it. Be like El Valle, the keys are from maracas and stuff at night. It becomes an instrument when the suns celebrate the Mexican. You can't help it. So don't feel like that's an unusual feeling because it isn't. But, I, you know, I start. I turned off all the Christmas uh, outdoor lights yesterday. The folks down. Margie May are coming in to pick up all the stuff off the house. And I kind of tapped it uh, as I turned it off. I'm like, another good one. Yeah, this is the earliest you know? we've had them down in a couple of years. We you get it down, down Saturday. 
Oh, you did before New Year's? Oh, yeah. No yeah, kidding. Yeah. You don't even for have the them first on for time, New Year's Day. First time in a long time. Why'd you do it? that? You got to celebrate we're the one done. last day. You're done. That's enough, family. Yep, we're done. The joyous lights are <laughs> gone. <laughs> got what you wanted. We're done. <laughs> Hope you got what you needed out of them because they ain't going to be up for New Year's. We're probably not going to make it through this year anyway. F*** all of you. But yeah, I, I do. I think that every... And it's January 2nd, which is like... Is this it? Okay. This is it. Like right now, we're working... 365 days this year. It's a leap year. Yep. So we show up with bonus day. full year. I think on leap year, you should get a bonus day off as well. Agreed. But that's just because I love days off. I'll take one for anything. If they had Al-Qaeda day, I'd take it off. I'd, <laughs> doesn't bother. If they say it's a paid, paid holiday, and it's like right. we're in an Al-Qaeda day. It's like, not like I practice. Celebrating but cultures. Taken, I'm honoring I, look, whatever. Want, the, the Jews do it. Yep. They get all the Christmas break. They go to work on Hanukkah, and they never complain because they know they got two weeks of Christian days off. And they never say a word about it. They show up on Yom Kippur, which is a big deal to them. Rosh Hashanah. You never hear them. They got all the, the, the crazy Christian days they take. I never know those holidays until they come up on my iPhone. And right, like, you're not Jewish. What is this? But if, oh, it just look, started. But if we had them off. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd put you'd the, know them. I'd have the star on the yeah. house. Give me a yarmulke. I'm yeah, going It doesn't bother me at all. I'm wandering around with... <laughs> Eating bagels and doing whatever it is they do. What, salmon and some sort of cream cheese? Okay. <laughs> I'm in. Anyway, Mike and the Molotov's getting nice response here on my emails as well. I, work up, I woke up early to hear the new song, John. I did not disappoint. That's the song I'm going to play for my window-licking teenagers when they bitch about how hard it is to get up. That's right. It's also a learning tool. How it works around here. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw... I. I, I just looking at uh, TV, I don't think anybody actually saw the Fiesta Bowl this year, which was sort of sad. It was oh. a big empty stadium of nobody watching the Liberty Flames. Again, challenge to most. Where's Liberty? I thought that was a WNBA team. Right. The, the New York. It, yeah, Kansas, the New York. sounds like it. Is it Kansas? Is it is Kansas, uh, isn't it? Is it? Not? I think uh, it's Kansas. It is Kansas. I thought it was like Tennessee or uh, the Carolinas somewhere. We'll find out. I don't know where Liberty is. Brett, no one does. And that's the Fallwell uh, School, right? I don't know. Uh, is it Fallwell? It's Jerry's or, uh, kid. And is the, it's Jerry's kid. I'm going with Jay Cutler. Yeah, don't, don't care. care. I'm with you on that one. Lynchburg, Virginia. 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 Other side. Here we go. Missed it. Missed it by a lot. We're near Kansas. It's Fallwell School. Lynchburg. Yeah, I know. That's a name that they're probably going to end up changing. <laughs> something. But Liberty played Oregon yesterday over there at the big house in uh, Glendale, and no one showed up. They got it out of the way early to 11 a.m. Go play football. Nobody Bo starts. Nick set all kinds of records, <laughs> right? But nobody cares. You're playing Liberty. Yeah. Nobody knows where Liberty is. My I was. Uh, I took one Uber because I'm as much as I love Uber. Ghost cars are the way. Oh, I'm done Waymo one yet. Oh, I'm going to start taking it to work every day. So do you need Waymo app or is there? You take the Waymo app. Okay. And a ghost car shows up at your house, and we don't appreciate anything in the world anymore. Sitting in them Waymos is like so awesome, like just alone. Nobody. How long will to. it sit out front? Are we, are we, anyone I don't, I'm so excited. It's Christmas morning. I'm, wait, I'm in the cul-de-sac. I don't do that for wait, Ubers. Wait, I, I, I lean out to the Uber guy and give him the, hold on a second. We're, I'll be there in a minute. Waymo, I'm outside. And he doesn't park in front of my house. He takes this weird long route around the cul-de-sac, and I have to wait for it to stop. And it's at the end of it. I'm just running to the car like it's the ice cream man. and. And then you hit the button on your app, unlock, 
And the door opens. Hello, John. <laughs> it talks to you, too? Oh, it's like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow. oh nice. <laughs> yep. It, it, it is. It's Kit without a dude oh. in it. And you can, and your brain, while you're in the Waymo, actually imagines a driver. Because you see the wheel turning and stuff. You can't not see a fake person. There's nobody there, but your your brain won't allow it. Like, I'll, out of the corner of my eye, I just imagine a guy steering the wheel. Like, I put hands where the hands go. And, and you're like, man, i got to blank this and just appreciate this. Awesome. Have you, like, made the, like, colloquial conversation starter, not thinking that there's a driver there? No, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> don't start talking hey, to bro. the air. Yeah, that's called... What's up, dude? Multiple personality disorder. <laughs> My buddy said he actually sat in the front seat of one of those. Me and too. screwed him up, actually, more, because you're like, so what, what are you doing? It's you know, so yeah. You feel like you should be doing something, yeah. and you can't. Uh, the only complaint I have is that, like, I want an app on there that says... You know, let's do let's push the speed limit here a little bit. <laughs> like I know they have to stay on point, and twenty five is twenty five. Are you on the freeway with it? No, I haven't. I don't think they're allowed on the they're freeway. They're not on the freeway. Not, yeah. not uh, driverless ones right. yet. Oh, I guess right. they're testing with gotcha. drivers. Yeah. So because I checked, because I was going to take it to work this morning. I'm done driving. Like I'm right. ghost carring from here on out. <laughs> and I checked it, and it was a twenty one minute wait. And I was like, I can't do that. And it was also like thirty five bucks because there's like two cars out right now. Right. I guess I don't know. And then the the only bad thing was. Uh, like, uh, I went to Aftermath on uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> and, uh, it, like, I got the car. Uh, I ordered a 25 minutes. It wasn't long. I expected that. Uber was going to be a long time, too. It was like 25 minutes for the so ghost. So you were at Aftermath waiting yeah. for the car home? Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, 25 minutes. I'll order it now. You know, we're not done yet. So everybody's just chatting away and having a conversation. And then I look down and I'm like, how long till ghost car? And it was like, I would assume it would have been about 17 minutes and it said, sorry, we're not coming. Because Ghost Car got busy, I guess. <laughs> like they had a car and then they didn't have a car. It's like, we don't have, we're not going to make it. Ghost Car's awesome. But again, it's so impressive. And we're so, uh, we, like, meh. everything's, everything's, last night watching the uh, Rose Bowl. At the end of the Rose Bowl, they didn't even put it on TV. Did you see what was going on in the sky at the Rose Bowl with the drones? Oh, they didn't yeah. even show it. It was in the background. They made a massive rose it over Pasadena. It was beautiful. And then the next thing, it's, they start to scramble. The lights go off. <sighs> Big Michigan M in the sky. And I'm like, show that. I don't care what Jim Harbaugh has to say at all. Show the drone thing. Yeah. They had the logos. They were The drones were the championship trophy. It did that. Show me that stuff. I Like, that's so amazing to me. And we, meh, meh, I'm over it. I haven't even seen it in person. And most people are, we don't appreciate how awesome that stuff is, how cool that looks, that those drones that's were we capable. said we were going to do in lieu of uh, fireworks. Drones. Trying to find a drone company. Good. To your neighborhood. If you can afford it, that yeah. would be awesome. But man, oh man, was that, it's just, and again, there's, you know, stupid Harbaugh not saying a thing and. That uh, lady that interviews the players at the end of the game. And I'm like, but if you just looked up in the left upper corner of your TV, you'd be like, oh, the drones have scrambled and are making a gigantic Rose Bowl rose. Perfect. Red, green. Perfect. Like, that's beautiful. And it's the cool. And it's just floating around. That is the neatest thing I've ever seen. Nope. Nobody's impressed by it. No, not even to put it on TV. Just, man, occasionally quick shot. Man, we got these now. Nobody says a thing. Waymos. I'm, I drive around with ghost cars every day, and I get excited every time I see one. 
but I sure do love messing with them. My friend had a Waymo too, and I went to put a rock on the hood of his car because it won't go anywhere because we were going to race them. Like which Waymo actually will get through the light faster? It is creepy when you're sitting there. I don't know how it knows this. And again, I'm just impressed. And I know, I know the people are like technology. It's amazing. Like, I think if you're impressed now, were there people? Give it a year. Oh, oh, were there people back when Thomas Edison said, "Watch this," and he flipped a switch and lights came on? That went, out. Eh, big deal. No, were there people going, eh, "What are you going to do? We're eventually going to have that anyway." There's people running for their lives of when that course. happened. They were like, "Fire inside the house, fire!" <laughs> like nobody, Contained, it's a bomb. Everybody, it's the devil. Everybody was appreciative of the awesomeness of technology's advancements. We are completely immune to it now. We're because it's cool to act like, "Oh, I knew that was a thing." To act like you're on the cut. I'm not. I'm not playing this cool at all. Ghost cars are unreal. And this is just the infancy of the ghost car. What are they going to do next? Driving around in that thing at the speed limit. And, I'm like, and I want an app. It's just seven to t- I'm willing to go 7 to 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. When it hits a lagging left turn, and there's... An, oh, and also there's a screen inside that shows uh, like what it sees. So it, it sees all the cars, and, like, it, it's amazing. Like, you see, and there are little blue boxes on the screen that go where the other cars are, and, like, a car pulls up next to you, and a little blue box is on the screen next to you. It knows everything. And so we're sitting at the last. Does a naked lady come up every now and then if it looks over at someone at the side? No, nothing. Brady. Okay. That has nothing it's to like do with what we're talking mind. about. No. What kind of holiday did you have? No. It isn't the mind Man. of a pervert. It's a computer. <laughs> He didn't hear the Kirby enough, apparently. Right. Oh, you want to hear a great Kirby story? Want to hear a great Kirby story with Daddy over here? Yes. We go to the military assistance mission thing. Uh, The day after vacation starts, December 16th, a beautiful event. Brady was first online to get there, so he was like probably like from 9.30 till 11. I showed up at 10.30. You guys were getting there about the same time. We all had like a little time at this beautiful, awesome charity event held by the military assistance mission, which you guys... By the way, helped out a ton. They did the stores and the shopping. And you meet the families that need it. And it was amazing. And more amazing than you thought, even just hearing stories. But like seeing the people who are like, no, my husband's deployed. And you don't even think about where people go. And he's been gone for six months. And we're we're doing this, but nobody's home. And it helps us a ton because we're not, we don't make much money. And I heard a couple of great stories. So I see Brady on the way out with his daughter, Kirby. And uh, going in, I'm like, hey, guys, you guys taking off now? Because, you know, shift change, basically. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, did you talk to, and I won't say names, I said, did you talk to this person, a female? And Brady in front of his daughter goes, yeah, sure did. Yeah, I met with her. Puts his index finger and middle finger under my nose. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, check. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah, I talked to her. Here she is here on my fingers. Yeah, like you did an oil check So, on of her. course, I said, oh, Kirby, your dad just insinuated that he digitally penetrated the woman I'm talking about. Yeah, your dad just that woman. I did. And he turned tomato red. And I just looked at him like, why do you do it? Why do you do it? If you didn't want me, why do you do it to me if you didn't want me to say it to Kirby? And Kirby just goes, no. I'm like, yeah, no, that's what that means. That's what that means when a guy says, hey, have you met Susie? And then he shoves fingers under your nose. He is, uh, he is implying that he stuffed those into her, her hoo-ha. 
And Kirby's just like, yeah. And Brady, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's giggling like the beginning of Wallace and Ladmo. I'm like, why do you do it? So that's where naked lady pictures come from with the Waymo talk, is that there's something wrong with him. Does it have naked ladies? Because the computer's thinking about, you know, getting f- a lot. No, it's not. That's you. That's what your phone does. Anyway, back to the regular people talk of the Waymo. But at the lagging light, the guy in front of me could have gone. Right? He could have. Like, he, okay. missed, he missed his hit. I'm like, eh. Sometimes when you're in that thing and the guy in front of you is like, ah, oh, we had it. Like, everybody screams that. Ah, you had it. And you blew it. And he waited too long. The Waymo recognized it because he stayed back, scooted up on the car, and then like, ah. Like, you could sense the Waymo was like, oh, come on, asshole. We had it. <laughs> and then it goes, and then the lights turn. And Waymo didn't wait to see if the other people were going to run it. Ran the we, we got this. <laughs> and I'm like, Yes! Waymo drove like me. Nice. It was amazing. I am a Waymo super fan. Can't get enough of the ghost car. And again, I'm impressed by it. I love it. And I know there's going to be idiots who email me. It's no big deal. We've had this technology since the 60s. Shut up. We've got these on the road now. Here it is. Oh. Damn. Rich boy Holmberg bragging about racing Waymo cars while we over here on the west side not being taken over by robots. It was $8. Good luck with those microbots, a-hole that you've been controlled by. $8 it cost me to ride in the Waymo because I took it a quarter mile. I should have walked, but I'm like, Waymo, ghost car. Whatever, rich boy. 8 bucks. It was expensive this morning. I'm like, eh, it's a little rough. I can get them. Plus the 21-minute wait. But for some reason, I thought to myself, I'll just sleep. But the, and the other thing about Waymo that they haven't perfected yet, but they will, is that when I said, take me to work this morning, it said, I'll take you here, which was close. It wasn't going to take me in the parking lot for some reason. It was like, two-minute walk. And I'm like, no. And I put the address what back in it? again. It's like, two-minute walk. I'm like, I've seen you in our parking lot. Interesting. So, Driving by all the time. My friend had that experience when it said, your ride's ready for you. And it said, it's only 40,730 steps away, which is eight miles. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it, it couldn't figure out. It got a little confused. But that's, you know, there's bugs. Working it out. But ghost car. Ghost car, the drones. We have to just start, you know, again. Do you think the, you know, when, uh, was it Whitney that came in with the whole. The hologram. No, no, he didn't do that. No, oh. he did the, you're, you're way ahead of the game. Whitney was the, Eli Whitney, the, the cotton, cotton, cotton gin. gin. He rolls up. And I was like, yeah, right, we should have done this 10 years. I don't think we had the douchebag factor back in the day that we have now. I don't think, when, when Ben Franklin was like putting himself out, <laughs> I think I just found something really amazing. We've known about electricity for a while, Ben. Uh, they didn't have keyboard muscles. Yeah, then. right. That's exactly it. Social media. Yep. Didn't make everybody an asshole. Like, of course, oh, I knew about that. Well, you didn't do anything about it. So, what have you know? You know what I know about flying saucers. But when I see one, I'm still going to be impressed. <laughs> well, I knew about it, dumbass. Oh, everybody knows about electricity. We've had this technology for ages. <laughs> yeah, but you. Okay, so you didn't do anything with it, right? If we had this technology for ages, and you're going to crap on this. Why didn't you go out and do something about it and be the billionaire? Help advance it. Right. We've known that forever. Shut up. You're exactly what I want to avoid this year. 
This year is going to be the year of bright colors and dismissing the douchebags. We knew the year the, I, I don't dismissing want, I don't want to hear bag. about two two phrases I'm done with this year. We knew about that. Or I knew about that. Good for you. Two, are we still doing that? That's another thing. Uh, I'm done with it. Joyless saps. But if you knew about the Waymo technology. Well, it was in the 60s we had that we in the space race. Okay, so you knew about this? Uh-huh. Well, then why didn't you go out and like buy that from the Department of like the Defense or whoever and then say, I'm going to build my own car since we have the technology and I'm familiar with it? I didn't say I knew it. Well, then shut up. Just get in the Waymo. I hope it drives off a cliff. But you're exactly right, Brad. It's the keyboard message. Yeah. The people that feel like if they do. And they're the, also the people that are so insecure that they can't be impressed by something in case someone else knew about it before them. Yep. Like, it's music. It's what it's what, be on the wrong side yeah. What we used to do with music, we now do with all technology, which is, oh, you didn't know about Nirvana and Bleach? No. <laughs> that makes me, like, I'm aware of it now, so. Yeah, but you didn't know that. Uh, so what? But those are the people. It wasn't that, that good. No one. Yeah, right. The bleach sucked, and it was poorly recorded. I mean, That's why. When they redid it later and mastered it better, it's like, oh, okay, a couple songs on this aren't so bad. But we used to do it with music, and you used to see those insecure people that would act like they didn't like anything in case the person near them had heard it already. It's I like the, the uh, concert, too. The live. Oh, I saw them live when uh I was in fourth grade. <laughs> maybe, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Yeah, that's just a liar. There, that's when they played the Mason Jar. It's the it's the people like I don't know why you'd go see that. It's the people who you know won't, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame people that just won't accept Missy Elliott's awesome because they're just so stuck in the idea that if some of their friends hear that, they, they'd be teased or whatever. I don't know if you guys watched that last night. Forgot it was on. Actually, uh, unreal. Missy Elliott Man. just brought the room down and. Cooler still, uh, I discovered that Elton John and Bill Belichick are the same dude. If you look at Elton John <laughs> right now, it would take a makeup artist eight minutes and twelve dollars to turn Bill Belichick into current modern Short Elton John. Sleeve hoodie. It's, it, no, you, well, you could turn Elton into Bill, but Bill yeah. into Elton would be just fantastic. They have the same face. I can see that. Little knowledge. glasses. The hair just needs to be a different color, uh, and then you just put Bill in the outfit. They're the same build. They're the same face. And also, throw William Shatner in there, too, because I think there there are three characters using the same body. I think the simulation's broken, and those three... Bill might need to figure out uh, a road show. (laughs) Right. He might have to to take a step away and uh, be an Elton John impersonator, because he's the same exact dude. Watching that last night, and Elton John's giving a speech, getting Bernie Taupin in. And I'm like, this guy looks like not Elton John. He looks like... And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Bill Belichick in drag. Or whatever Elton wears. It's not drag, but it's damn close. <laughs> and it was just, it's, they're the same. But then he went out and did his songs that Bernie, you know, he and Bernie Taupin wrote. It was a, and Willie Nelson, they rolled his old ass out there. At 90 years old and got him in there with Chris Stapleton and it was great. And, and oh, and then New Edition paid tribute to the Spinners. Oh. Bobby Brown ate the body of Whitney Houston. <laughs> He has eaten both Whitney Houston and anybody else in there. He's eat, like, oh my God! There's Bill Bill Barr, oh, right? Is yeah. that his name? Elton and Bill Belichick are the same guy. <laughs> so this has been a comparison online before. Apparently, okay, good. Because yeah. I noticed good. it last night. It wouldn't take you three minutes to turn Bill Belichick into Elton John, and no one would know. 
No one would know, especially if you look up the way he was dressed last night with his bad toupee. I just kept waiting him for him to go. We're on to Indianapolis. <laughs> it's the same guy. It is a it is a frightening moment that your body says, "Hey, wait a minute. That's I know this guy, and that ain't Elton John." And where is Bill Belichick when Elton John's talking? Probably uh, not close. But yeah, yeah, that was him last night. Wow, that's Bill Belichick. You just put a little. You can't afford a better toupee than that. I mean, <laughs> it's a terrible toupee. As much as you charge him for his concerts, <laughs> Christ, call Cy Sperling. <laughs> just shave it. <laughs> Bernie Taubin had the decency not to wear anything. It was pretty great. But then, uh, yeah, and then New Edition goes up there and just clobbers the spinners. It was awesome. But Bobby Brown hits his part, and you're like, gee, all the rest of them look great. Biv, Bell, and DeVoe. Johnny Gill still does nothing other than... <laughs> He's the James Hetfield of soul. He did... Uh, uh, Rubber Band Man. That's a great song. Oh, it's an amazing yeah. song. I didn't like how Johnny Gill did it. Rip my hat and rip my coat. Jesus. Stop it, Gill. Bring it back. But the rest of New Edition, just everything was was amazing. Even uh, I think they're touring. I'd go see it now. And Big Fat Bobby Brown. Uh, and I mean Big Fat. It was his prerogative to eat the entire buffet. All of it. I don't know what my Sharoni is, but it's fattening. <laughs> but he went, he sang, and I'm like, I didn't know he was that good. He knocked it out. He's talking about Matt, his macaroni. My yeah, macaroni. oh no, he changed it. It's it's an aroni, all right, and it was a macaroni grill. That's what he's singing about. He's huge. But the other guys looked good. Like, And I started thinking to myself, these are those moments when my dad used to watch TV and go, oh, they're in their 60s now, or late 50s. And you look, man. Bill Biv DeVoe kept it together, had the voice, had everything. They looked great. And the spinners. Ronnie, Bobby, and yeah, Ralph Mike. Tresmont was there. He sang. Still had the high. It was, they were good. But the spinners are, if you, and people will say, oh, it's not rock and roll. Uh, I highly, look at him. Look how fat Bobby Brown is. And that's in one of those disguise coats, too. Wow, yeah. Like, look how wide his ass is. Look at them buttons screaming, too. And they got him a little bit behind Johnny Gill. And Johnny's not skinny. They're holding him up. Yeah, Bobby is big. Man. <laughs> he stepped out from behind him. They were doing the spinners' dances and stuff in the line. And, oh, well, that's not rock. I'm like, these dudes are the epitome of rock and roll. They bagged every one of our mothers would have had sex with a spinner. And those guys crushed it. And then New Edition went out and just... BBD looks good. He looks great. Uh, that Belle Biv DeVoe all look the same pretty much. Yeah. Like, they've aged well. But watching that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was great. And then Kate Bush. What were we thinking? How many great artists are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And Kate Bush is now. That's why she didn't show up. Stupid right? stranger thing. Rage Against the Machine. Tom Morello gave a, a great speech. But the rest of the band doesn't want anything to do with it. Because, of course, corporate this, corporate that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but Tom Morello's speech was great. And it was basically like, look, we're four ind- individuals who have something to say musically and four individuals who have individual thoughts, even about being in this. And he said, but I I wanted to say thank you to the fifth member of the band, the fans. And I'm like, ah, oh, Morello, you're winning. And Morello is as active and political as they get. Yep. But he's well-spoken. He's not... It was a great speech, even though some of it was like, join a union, you know. Okay, all right, eh, look for the union label. I get it. Right, that's your side. 
Just his thoughts. I'm fine with unions and I'm that, but don't go crazy saying that, you know, it's got to be your way or the highway. But it was a, it was an amazing speech and he did great. But I wanted to see Rage play, but uh, as I looked online, uh, not allowed because some of the band members are like, nope, our songs aren't going on. It's like just garbage. Like treat the fans to what you did. You, you did this not to change the planet. I know your ego says you're changing the planet, Rage Against the Machine, but what you did was make us dance and you crushed it. And you made us bob our heads, and that's what we wanted your music for. And if anybody got anything out of it, you want people to look it up more often. You, you right. play the music; they're like, "Who's behind this?" Exactly. You want your message sent. You get your music out all the time. Yeah. You quit holding it back for political reasons. They're just idiots. They're I mean, part of the machine now. At the end of the day, they are it's the a machine. business. Yeah. Zach it's De La Rocha. The money they were charging for those tickets when they were supposed Thank to you. tour the last three or four times. Thank you. If it was all about getting the message out and changing the world, yeah. they'd have uh, gotten the record companies to help them out with $10 seats. And uh, No, mm-hmm. they were part of the machine themselves, which maybe, you know, behind the scenes, they're screaming at each other going, I don't want to be part of this machine. The ticket prices are too high and it's out of their control. And that's why they stopped doing what they were doing. But Well, then take take a pay cut then. But I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Stop taking your yeah. own money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're getting your message out. I bet you, I, I almost guarantee you, every one of them is... You know, living pretty well and screaming about how things need to change. And they do. But stop acting like, you know, your ego screams that, you know, you're going to make China, you know, bend the knee. It's not happening. (laughs) But what you did do is kick some serious ass musically, which was part of your goal when you picked up the guitar. And then the message was secondary. But it was a it was a pretty good show. And I stayed up way too late watching it because I watched stupid college football and then. Notice that was on, and then next thing you know, I know it's eleven thirty, and I'm off. I'm off kilter. I'm a mess. But thanks to Wilderness Athletes Heroes, I'm crushing right now. I feel okay. Later today, this is all going to catch up with me. Oh, it's going to be nappy time later. Oh, it's going to be. I'll probably go to bed tonight about six. <laughs> I'm a dead man walking. Oh. I do damage to myself over the holidays. I stay up all night. I it's that first night getting back. I can do it. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Oh, I, I, I was watching TV till eleven thirty. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not even a little sleep. Freaking game was on until eleven. Yeah, and then I turn a uh, Bill Belichick talking about uh, right. Bernie Taupin, and I'm like, <laughs> Bernie wrote a lot of great songs, and uh, just happy to induct him. And uh, it would have been great, like if Bill Belichick has a sense of humor at all, and he supposedly is very funny. If he dressed as Elton John once for Halloween, I, oh, I've said this before. I've become a Patriots fan. There we go. I've done it. There we go. I will do that. He'd have him down we, pat. Yeah. He'd watch we so learned anything right, last year right. about the about Mark the, the time. Oh, 725 a.m. January 2nd, 2020. Folk. No you to will not be John a Patriots Holmberg. fan. Not only will renounce all my Steelers, what? Oh, everything, wow. sell it all, lies. If Bill Belichick performs dressed as Elton John oh, on TV, right. uh, well, look, we said this last year. <laughs> if, Bill, if all of a sudden Bill Belichick is on Saturday Night Live, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> he's on the Masked Singer. Yeah, oh he'd nail. Oh no, it too. he wouldn't be dressed as Elton John on the Masked Singer. It'd be like this, <laughs> Bill Belichick. No, it's actually Elton John. Like, no kidding. Yeah, so it's, it's it's written down. It is written. It is done. I'm excited about that. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop, of course. 
New year, new you. You might as well、uh, hit the trails or hit the、uh, slopes. They're going to take care of you over there. Don't even. I didn't even laugh at that one. <laughs> All right. Exciting violence. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The Mesa Goon. <laughs> But,、uh, Action Ride Shop's going to get you all dialed in. Go to actionrideshop.com. Or what? I, I got to stop hanging out、so、with you. It's easier if you would just say ski s l o p e s Yeah. You know. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. He's like the cool kids. <laughs>、oh, yeah. This is, and look at you. You, you started you know, I was you totally fine. You I was rolling、it. right through. You wrecked it. It's my brain. You jumped up there. No, because I was、laughing. like, oh no, Brett's going to laugh at his own stupid thing. <laughs> What do you do when you're up on Flagstaff? Yeah, that, don't say it. Hit the slope. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's ruined it because I thought to myself, ah,、oh, geez, that's no good. Why is it no good? Because of you. <laughs>、uh, all right, so、uh, sure. go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there and go to Roden Southern. Even when he doesn't、uh, do it on purpose, he turns us on, and now we're the bad guys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. On the list, the Bus Boys make an appearance. For,、oh, uh, the、wow. boys are back in town.、Yeah. So,、uh, Great song.、Uh, U2 New Year's Day, Metallica, Van Halen, I Prevail, Avatar, Pantera. Exodus does a version of Lowrider. Apparently, I haven't heard it. Oh.、Uh, Sleep Token, Cold Chamber, Danko Jones, Tool, Mud, Van Avenge, Sevenfold. Danko Jones, full of regret, probably after the last two weeks for a lot of people. Yeah. Your bills are going to come in a couple weeks. <laughs> There's a lot of regrets.、That. You just went through a month of what? What is it, the 22nd? 13th. The saddest day of the year. Is it the 13th? 13th is when most bills are mailed out to say, well, here's your December damage. <laughs> And that's when the saddest day of the year is. It's 13th or 15th, something like that. It's that was the midweek, the middle of January, where you're like, uh oh. I'm going, to, I'm going to have to sell some blood and plasma. Let's do a little full of regret.、All、that's、right. a great song, too. Love it. Thank you. It was awesome. Danko's great. And everybody seems very happy with uh, the uh, wake up song. Except for this guy who says, What was that? The Muppet Show band? Bring back Whistle. <laughs> I liked Whistle too, but I forgot about Whistle. <laughs> You'll get used to it. Most of the time we play the, like even last year, the wake up song. Ooh, that's garbage. That's garbage. And then within a week, I love it now. I, I like Mike and the Molotovs. Hard for Holmberg, the theme song for 2024. And again, Mike and the Molotovs will be、uh, the most fun you've ever had if you go to see them live. And I've only seen them do two songs, and I'm like, I gotta, I, get, go. I gotta get to one of their shows. If I could get my lazy ass up, I'd do it. For sure. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Glorious New Year. We're all climbing our asses out of bed, trying to figure out what the hell happened over the weekend, and we're starting it all fresh now. We're all in it together. Another year on this spinning marble. See what we got going on. Oh, you got to shut that. Sorry, I got windows open and sun's coming up. That's the right one. There we go.、Uh, it is、uh, just about that time for the Brave Report. Before we get to that, Brett brought something up. We're just catching up with、uh, each other, too.、Um, I, I don't know if this is a thing that's going to happen ever again. I noticed over the, because、uh, I'm like Brett, I kind of tuned out over the holiday, but you kind of couldn't not keep up with a few things.、Uh, the passing of local radio superstar, Super Snake. Yeah. The legend that was Super Snake. And Brett. Set off the air. The dude was everywhere in the 90s. Like he was、Huge. everywhere.、Yeah. 
and stuck around. Like had and wait, what, wait, wait. I thought Pratt was the guy. No, 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 no. Pratt. <laughs> Pratt just, if you ask Pratt, yeah, sure. Okay, gotcha. he, he'll super snake his way around that. <laughs> he always said super snake stole his show. Read Dave Pratt lies, Doc. You'll you'll love the eulogy from the morning with a U morning mare. <laughs> um, but super snake will probably be the last DJ that gets the kind of <laughs> attention for dying. Uh, like you'll this, get no, uh, uh-uh. and not 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 ten twelve years later. Mm. Like if I died right now, there'd be like if any of it, like local radio It'd blah blah. blah. They Ian, wouldn't be this. Ian nice. Schwartz would shed a tear. Oh, Ian, but Ian's not going to do it during the weather. Like there's there's nobody that's going to be as nice as they were about. If I were to croak t- like right now on the air, it wouldn't be as big a deal as when Super Snake died. The news was like, oh, I loved him. They they had like a moment where the anchors talked for a little while on the news about their times. With, I'm like, huh? Like they went bananas about. And I'm like, wow. Well, that's good for him. That's great. A nice little legacy. But what he did after, I don't even know where he's worked. Well, at right. Last he right. now he's at uh, well was at wow, right. uh, ninety seven five and was he working? 10, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. even know he was still on. And that's not because I'm a jerk. Well, a little bit. Is that but, the rhythm of the valley? No, no that's just, uh, hot. Something. Yeah, it's hot. And Is he at the beat? Mega. I think it's the same company, but I don't okay. think it's, yeah. Yeah, I just don't pay attention to that stuff. And it's not because I'm, like, trying to be, I just don't care to pay attention to that. It's like, you know, roofers don't pay attention to other roofing companies. I always say it that way. It's like, you don't know about that? The industry I'm familiar right. with, but I don't follow it. Right. So I didn't know if he was still doing that. The last I heard, yeah, yeah, he was But he I was know he was super busy doing other stuff because he had a New Year's Eve party. And evidently, because after hearing from people who knew him, and I'm like, I, I didn't, they're like, do you know him? I'm like, I didn't, I met him once. I have no opinion because I don't know. He seemed like a decent guy. I don't know. Was he the Suns in-game guy for a while? Uh, Just before like a long Cedric? Time? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe, yeah, before. He was yeah, around he was doing it a lot. Okay. I don't know. Do you know that, that for sure or are you just saying that? Well, him and Cedric I'm pretty were sure. He, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know he and Cedric. the first time I remember seeing him at anything. But yeah, I'd seen him at Suns games and I met him once and it wasn't, you know. I I've, I can't sit back and go, oh, I, I'm not going to pretend like, oh, I just, he's such a horrible loss for me. I I don't know him. Right. I'm sad for his family and all that because it's like it's Absolutely, really kind yeah. of a sketchy, odd passing too. Like nobody's given any details, and maybe they're trying to keep it under. But I think he's the last radio guy that's going to get this kind of like media sadness locally. Again, if I drop dead right now, if Beth, Beth might be, Beth's in tight with them media folk. Oh yeah, Beth she, and Brady. So, yeah, Beth and Brady. Brady maybe too. Yeah, Brady. Brady might get a little extra like. <laughs> They'll say Grady, the but they'll, 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 they'll say the wrong name. And it'll be like, a, it'll, but they'll know him and, they'll, and it'll be authentic. But it'll oh, be yeah, the I remember wrong. that guy. I remember Grady on that awful person show. If, yeah, exactly. It'll be everything except this. <laughs> right. And he went on to do radio for a long, long time with that minotaur oh, asshole with the horns. <laughs> they hate me because I hate them. Most of them. I like independent, individual news people, but as a an entity, I don't care for the media. And they know it because... For the longest time, radio used to lean on TV so hard for events we would do. Oh, we get TV to come cover it. And then TV knew it. They walked around like, you know, peacocks a little bit. Like, oh, well, you guys need us. And then once the tide turned where radio started to kind of outperform television and in a big way, especially with advertising, in a big way, uh, then they started to call us. Hey, we got a thing going on. You want to be part of it? It's like, whoa, this is new. And then I realized that they'll turn on you in a heartbeat also, because they had a couple of times. The, the, not the people. That's their job. I don't blame them. The entity of media. You you step in it, and they don't support you. They go after what's the best 
rating situation. And so I kind of lost respect for especially 9-11 when they parked in front of my house and tried to make a local angle out of 9-11. I'm like, that's not necessary. I don't. I think Jim Cross would report on your death. I think you'd be fine, man. <laughs> Jim Cross might report on Exactly. Like, He'll be sitting on Allison Chains. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> sitting <laughs> actually right next to the corpse of radio idiot John Hollenbacher. Uh, evidently passed away in his sleep last night. What looks like a case of severe ugliness uh, took him. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, Jim Cross, KTAR, f*** off. <laughs> Maybe Cross says something. I think I'd get a mention, and that's not saying it out of ego. I don't think I'm getting this kind of treatment. The Super Snake no. treatment has been impressive and maybe well-deserved. I don't know. He, he Evidently, he hobnobbed with the media enough to make them all... Like, like tight, because I watched a couple of local news coverage things on him, and it was all like, man, it was like a big death to them. And uh, you know, I don't think I'm getting that. I don't think Pratt gets that. He's burned every bridge in the city. Everybody hates him. So I don't know. Maybe they'll bring it up, but it isn't going to be like. I don't know this. if there's going to be any re- retrospective on him. There's not going to be a moment where Terry Hitchcock shows up and just goes, "Oh my God, I'm down. This is crushing." I don't think it's happening. Does she have a gig? Still? Uh, does she still do no, movie she does movie stuff, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's on weekends. But, yeah, she shows up every once in a while and does stuff like that. But, I, yeah, it, it's, you know, his passing has been. I know Brady wants that to be like, you're going to get a parade and stuff. You're, you'll be Grady Bogan from the radio. I know. They'll, they'll maybe mention that you worked maybe. here. Maybe. Maybe. That's yeah. just association issues for you. He joined uh, ninety seven five and hot ninety or hot one oh three nine last year, so he's uh, he was back. So he'd been bouncing around. Yeah. So all these people that loved him wouldn't employ yeah. him for a San Diego, Houston, Dallas, Philly. Oh, he'd recently been moving all over. That's he, where it said he's been in oh, his forty oh, years, yeah, yeah. yeah. Radio Gypsy for a little while. I didn't know that that was I did on yeah, his I mean, I just, I thought he was the only thing the I time. remembered him was from power and then I heard, Oh, okay. Now he's doing an afternoon on a lower power. Yeah, he had a TV and, station and all that. Yeah. But again, I go back and all these people that loved loved him so much wouldn't, you know, rating slip. They got rid of him kind of quick. So I'm going to sit and listen to you guys talk about how much you loved him and kept firing him. But yeah, I didn't know him and people are asking, but I think he will be the last of the. He's been everywhere a lot lately. So. So when Brady croaks, it'll be so expected it won't be a big deal. <laughs> anyway, the media will celebrate the fact. They will not be yeah, shocked. They'll just celebrate the fact he made it a lot longer than we thought. He'll get one of those. Yeah, that, uh, You're right, Kyle. It'll be one of those things that's like, oh, nobody will be sad you're gone. It'll just be a celebration of life. Or maybe. <laughs> or like, maybe. Oh, I thought he was dead. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, Texas Grill will have a moment of silence. Oh, my God. Texas Grill. And all that. For the first time in our history, we're closing for a day. It's Brady Day. <laughs> This guy says, I hope Griselda Saltino does your eulogy. Griselda Saltino, KTA artist. Horrible Satan lover John Humberg is dead. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I would have to die like right now to get the kind of reverence and like, I'd have to die on the job because it would be good TV. Otherwise, I'd just get a quick mention. Unless it was a murder or something amazing. Oh. But if I just died, yeah, people like, oh, that's shocking. Huh? You had to play Misty for me situation. Oh yeah, if I had some lady shows that are trying to kill me <laughs> yeah. and then succeed, yeah, murder. I'm it's going to be a date a little special because they they would love that for ratings. But just me dying, like eight nine years after I'm done here and I die, not a peep, not a peep. 
Not nary a one. Not even sure it gets a blurb on the internet. <laughs> Pretty sure it just dude's dead. <laughs> friends calling friends. There'll be a lot of that. Huh? He's what? Wait, what? That'll be it. So to Super Snake and all the people who knew him in the industry, tip of the cap because that dude. I didn't listen because I, I didn't particularly care for that style of radio. Evidently, he was getting something done right. I was around for like 35 years, and everybody liked him still, unlike Pratt, who claims to have been doing radio for 30 years, but he did it for about 22 and then got fired in Sholo because he was insufferable. That dude might have one of those, uh, like when the Wicked Witch gets the house thrown on her and everybody comes out and goes, finally. I get some <laughs> sort of weird parade and celebration for the other reason. The natives from Sholo didn't, he didn't do well with. He didn't do well anywhere, really. At the last 18 years were not great for him. And he still pays attention to us, which is even better. I pay attention to him, too, because I can't stand him. I make it out loud, but he acts like he's, he doesn't pay it. I don't know anything about Holmgren. Like, you pay attention to me nonstop. It's killing you. This place didn't fall apart without him. It got better. Oh, it just eats him alive every night. It grows in his belly. I love it. Anyway, to Super Snake, tip of the cap. Didn't know him. People asking, did you know him? I'm like, no. But I hear he was a really nice guy from the people who did. So it is. And I do want to know more. It does seem like something I want to. I bet she has a hell of a shoe collection. The, I've, oh, have you seen a shoe collection? That's one reason. I, I, I haven't seen it 20 a while, years ago. He was they, doing it yeah. and, way uh, back when. So that was a thing I kind of got mad at once. My Super Snake story is Channel 12 did a story about his shoes. And they went into his house. And it was like a 10 by 12 foot bedroom of closet. Of nothing but shoes. And I'm like, hold on. KUPD is f- me. I'm not getting this kind of dough. That was Super Snake, the afternoon guy. Got like, I, there's an original pair of Jordan 85s. I'm like, what? And this was before I was a shoe freak. But I was still mad because even then those were like ten grand. Now they're like $50,000 shoes. I don't think I get that kind of. Anyway. And this guy says, uh, you know he got that nickname too. It was like Mamba was Kobe Bryant, and we all know the Black Mamba was not because he struck at the worst times. It's because he had a huge black dong. The big unit, which the big unit is different to me because they think Randy Johnson had a big penis, but his last name was Johnson. So Big Johnson was funny, but TV guys couldn't say that, so somebody brilliantly came up with big unit. So Super Snake probably had a beast, and that's how I want to remember it. No matter what, Super Snake... You will be missed, and uh, it's going to take a casket and some PVC pipe to bury him because evidently that thing is why he had the nickname. <laughs> Nobody knows his real name. His family even said, not going to give out his real name. Isn't that weird? Huh. Somebody's going to Google it and find it for well, us. I'm, but... I'm wondering if it's real hard to do, like to find I it. Think. I didn't look, but I would have rolled my eyes if I'd have been like, hi, I'm John, and you'd been like, call me Super Snake. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't... I don't. I wouldn't even call Superman Super anything. I'm just. I'm, hey, Clark. We all know. Tell me your name. No, you call me like if I told you that, Brady. Hi, I'm. Jo- uh, what's your name? You're like I'm Brady. I'm like I'm Super Beast. Okay, what's your name? I'm not calling you that. That's a character. But when I met him, somebody said this is Super Snake. This is Johnny's. I'm like hi. I don't think you want to know. It'd be me confusing either. because if that's the only name that you knew. You know, like when you want Super to, Snake? Yeah, like you're introduced to Super Snake, and then all of a sudden you run into him and go, Hey, Snake? Yeah. I mean, I, that's I all you know. <laughs> uh, 
I just be like, what's up, man? I'm not yeah. calling anyone Super yeah. anything. Super Dave Osborne might be the only one that I'd say Super Dave because it's part of the joke. I'm not doing anything beyond that. If, if, Brett, if Brett all of a sudden came in and said, Dad, I'm going to start calling myself a Super Wop. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Just for the joke. But if you introduced yourself as that and then got upset if somebody said, hey, Brett, and you're like, no, it's Super Wop. Like, Brett, you need to back off of that a little bit. Dwayne, it's The Rock. Yeah, like your neighbor who makes people laser. call him Laser. No. Oh, he makes people call him that? No. You said when he introduced himself. That's all I knew. It, no, because he I'm introduced laser. himself. People call me Laser. Yeah. I'm Laser. I'm like, no, you earned that. <laughs> you don't tell people you're Laser. What's with the cigar? <sighs> don't call me my real name. I don't like it. I like being known as Laser. For what? Just pick your own nickname. Laser. Yeah, you can't. You can't introduce yourself with your nickname. That has to be something somebody finds out later. Anyway. Uh, Super Snake. So long. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if the news ever covers anybody else in radio's death that way. Beth is Beth is the only one, I think, that gets it. Here locally. And obviously when Stern dies or something, that'll be a big deal. But Beth. And the worst part about when Stern dies, they'll start interviewing people who board opt his show. Like oh. They were just the board workers. They, they're the ones who turned it on and off when he was... He was never in Phoenix, but he was with the edge for years. And they'll call Sean Phils or Tingle <laughs> or somebody. It's like, yeah, we used to listen to it like you guys did, only it was we had to turn it on and off. Uh, anyway, Brady, I hope you get that eulogy. Brett, you won't? No. Toledo, I don't absolutely want not. Mm. Maybe not even in your hometown. No. Bozeman, Montana won't even no. like, say a thing. Somebody from the uh, reunion group yeah. will post it on Facebook, yeah. and that'll be it. Your dad won't even find out for, like, days after. Man, oh, my God. Bozeman takes years off your life. The <laughs> picture I saw of you, one of your classmates. Oh, that dude is my age. He looks like an ancient man. 20 years older than Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Well, sorry, kid. Uh, anyway, uh, it's time for the Bray Report. How about Hooters for lunch? Start the new year that way. Uh, you can still do that Monday through Friday, and it's Tuesday, so it counts. 11 to 2 o'clock, get $2 off any 10-piece wings, fish and chips, salads. Come on in today and get double punches on your lunch card. Ooh, get a lunch punch card. <laughs> uh, can't make it midday? Well, then show up for the hockey game tonight. How about that? And them Coyotes are playing pretty oh, well. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Look at that. that dude's your age? <laughs> Caught it. Oh, my God. Nice catch, bro. Yeah. I'm Ooh. like, where's the goal? <laughs> Hold on a second. There's no way that guy is your age. I would have graduated together. Shut up. The picture that... Come on. I thought you ran into your dad up there or something. Yeah. Because that Finally dude, you ran out of it. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he connected with daddy. Yeah. Is he holding a cane? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I would have looked at that and said, your grandfather's still alive? <laughs> that fan's upside down. What's with the cane? Uh, he's an uh, Army vet. Oh, wow. Thanks for your service. Oh, yeah. Well, then, there you go. Paratrooper. What a dick, Brady. Way to bring that up. <laughs> Talk about what a... He's seen some stuff. He grayed up a little bit. Well, I knew he saw some stuff. That's what I was saying. Did you? Yeah. Ah, I'm going with that. I thought maybe it was Bozeman. I'm going yeah, no, Bozeman. It's the Army. It's time under service and tension. He's got a belly on him, too. He's done well. <laughs> Eating good up there. <laughs> He's done well. He's wintering. I didn't know you went up to Bozeman you went for a couple of days or a long time. Uh, we were in like my mom's hometown, oh. which is Three Forks. But yeah, we dipped into Bozeman for a couple. Did of anybody days. speed by the house and go? F- you. <laughs> well, we stayed at, at the, your dad. Stayed at the hotel in town and kept hearing that at night. Yeah. 
He's inside there. Burn it down. Uh, anyway, uh, head on over to Hooters and watch hockey. Coyotes are playing good. We're going to get some Coyotes tickets going here next couple days, too, so pay attention to that. Brady, please, for God's sakes, report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy World Introvert Day. Oh, it's my day. Observed on January 2nd. It's dedicated to celebrating and bringing awareness to introversion. Love it. Founded in 2011. Needs to be celebrated. It's an opportunity for for us often overlooked quiet ones. Yeah. The reason we're overlooked. Quiet. (laughs) I get it all out here. I just sit quietly all the other times. And... Voorhees, New Jersey. Jason Voorhees? Evie. <laughs> even Billy Humphrey. His name's Eve? Eve and. Oh, Eve and. Billy Humphrey. They gave, uh, she gave birth to twins. Oh. First one was born on 1148 on uh, Christmas or uh, New Year's Eve. Oh. Baby Ezra. Second one. Baby Ezekiel came out at 1226. Was this the lady that had the double uterus? No. Because there was another one over the break that I saw that had double babies two days apart because one was in a different hunk. Oh. Remember we talked about that before the break. How rare that, that is. Well, it's rare, but the yeah. one that was super rare was that the thing was inside of her bowels. Oh, yeah. It was growing inside of her she butt. She had a butt baby. Yeah, she was having a butt baby. <laughs> also, another thing, uh, I'd like to, giant 2024 you to all these people that are like, I had my baby at 12.01 on New Year's Day. If it's a C-section or you planned it, it doesn't count. You can't right. map out the 12.01 baby. You can't do it. That doesn't count for anything. You just want attention. If you naturally start blowing a baby out about 11.55 and have the wherewithal to keep the thighs together till the New Year's baby, you win. But any C-section New Year's babies, that doesn't count. Not even close. They get a double, uh, well, it's not really a double tax write-off but you know you have one that one last year before year. that's right because how you end the year so if that kid's birth certificate is eleven fifty-five, i never understand the it people is that 11 12 and, one baby. and 12 26 uh, ezra was six pounds and ezekiel was four pounds five ounces you get a full write-off on the first baby as if you had it all year that's why getting divorced on december 28th is stupid hold out till the new year that's what i did yeah because then you get the marriage write-off for the year if you end it divorced, you don't. You, that's how the year is spent. You can't write it off. Uh, this past Saturday, here in Phoenix, around 10 p.m., the Arizona Department of Public Safety says a trooper tried to pull over a speeding driver on Interstate 17 near uh, Camelback Road. DPS says the driver sped up, got up to about 112 miles per hour, got up to around uh, Rose Garden Lane there on North. 101 loop and that's where he used the grappler to disable the car oh that that's that front thing that grabs it what's the oh i know what that is oh no i don't know what that is because i've seen those swat trucks go by with that big yeah i didn't know it was called the grappler but it disables the car cool my mom was visiting right for the holiday she comes home this is her she leaves (laughs) on the 27th it wasn't her, her but she gets back to Columbus. Her car stolen the day that she got back from the house from her place. Yeah, where she's no living. No kidding. And so she calls me up. My car got stolen. I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's a wow. Lincoln. And I go, Mom, you can call Lincoln, and they can track That's your fine. car, yeah. VIN number, and all that. Okay, 
We'll do that tomorrow. Did they get it? Yeah, she doesn't care. Well, she had an officer working the case. Right. And he calls her back um, the next day and says, yeah, we've got highway footage of no the people. Kidding. And they were able to get in close enough to see, to identify the driver, 16-year-old kid. And there's two people in the back. They couldn't see the two people in the back. But the officer says, they're probably just joyriding your car. The good news is she had um, the reason why I was out front of her place is she had a flat and the space saver was on. So she was waiting for AAA to pick oh, it up. Oh, so they're not getting far on that. <laughs> so they're trolling around the highway. With a flat Lincoln. Yeah. Some <laughs> so she she got it back, wow. but a 16-year-old kid and two 20-year-old uh, females. Your mom's pressing there. charges, right? She hasn't decided. Oh, uh, Brady, come on. Jesus, she's done well by go, Jesus. How, this yeah. is not, she doesn't need these last-minute reprieves here. But the kid said he had no idea. He, he didn't think the car was stolen because the ladies told him there, will you drive us to these places? So the broads jacked car. the car? Is that what that's, that's what he's yeah. saying? Oh. Bull. Wow. Yeah, no, right. he's not saying. He didn't know the car was jacked. He thought it was one of theirs. Well, that's what then he's claiming yeah. that they stole it. Yeah. Maybe they don't know either. They, they, <laughs> so just, they all got into a car that yeah. just happened to be yeah. running. Well, did your mom leave the fob not, in the car or what? She up. did. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> So all those kids were unaware of the fact that the car they were in didn't belong to any of them. <laughs> yeah, they don't know anything. No, no, no. Man. They just don't know. This yeah. car. Well, tell your mom to press charges to the fullest. She said as she left my house... Well, if you come out to Columbus, and I said, Bunny, we both know that's never going to happen. <laughs> now it might. I'll go out there and be the mouthpiece for her kindness. Because old people don't like pressing charges on young people because they think Jesus is like thinking they should forgive them because they're close. No. Uh-uh. If you stole Jesus' whip, yes. dude would be all over your ass. You know why? Because he's judgy. <laughs> Here's the yeah, footage of DPS use. Well, this is the grappler. This is oh, they not, got the not lights that up. Incident, oh, but I don't even know what this is. But look at this dude cut in the middle. The grappler. Oh, they are catching that car mighty fast. I love OP live. Yeah, look at the, watch the front of the truck. It, Does it, it go, shoot? It goes into place. Look at that Batman drop, style. Drop down. What am I not seeing? I think it catches the, uh, the axle. Oh, it just hooks onto the car. That's, oh, yes! That's Batman! I've never seen that before. Oh, I watch him do all the uh, the pit maneuvers and stuff, but that's just a guy catching up to another car and hooking it up, and it was evidently Yuta uh, Watanabe of the Suns. What was with the headband? Was he a sushi chef? Why was he dressed like that? What's going on there with that? Is that a? Is he in a dress? It does look like he's in something. I don't know what that is. For the first time, uh, the average age of an American woman giving birth reached 27 years old in the uh, U.S. That's the highest on record, up from 21 years old in 1970. Yeah, good. Too old. Too old to have kids. (laughs) 21? No, 27. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I always think it's a bad idea. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a good age to have a child. Southern states reigned on the list of those with the highest number of teen moms. Arkansas has the most teen moms. The Bible Belt. It's the Bible Belt. It's just such a hypocrisy. Coastal states and liberal enclaves saw highest rates of moms aged 40 to 44. Yuck. Expired. The age is even (laughs) higher among college-educated women. The average age was... uh, birth was around 30 years old 
Yeah, they're getting themselves established. They realize work is hard, and then they use the baby excuse to not have to do it anymore. They did their whoring already. In yeah, their 20s <laughs> right. and, yeah, they went know. in their 20s. Yeah. They got their college degree. They went yeah. to work for five years. This is garbage. A man should support me. They have the baby and act like they can't do both things. That's nope. a great out. If I was a woman, that's what I'd do. I'm like, man, work is a pain in the ass. I want to have a baby because this whole mom's the hardest job in the world lie that's been tossed around. It's so easy to be a mom. Nah, screw so that. Easy. Still got to spit that thing out. No, easy. well, that's hard. But no. that's other than that, it's like a tough day at the off. Like it's like a bad workout. Yeah. A couple weeks, your body hurts. Like, man, I really overdid it. And then it's just coasting from there on. The SS Pacific sank on the B.C. coast in 1875, and no one has laid claim to any of the 4,000 ounces of gold believed to be on board the ship that sunk. Is this the one that they're going after right now, that there's a... Yeah, that big one. A group that's going no, after the No, there's one that's even bigger. This one is a, a different ship, no. um, because right now the estimated worth of the gold is about $11 million, um, and no one's claimed it, because you, if anyone that... Their relative was on it. Right. They're entitled to some of the gold. Um, No one's come forward on that. But the other side of it, if you had, you know, a relative that had not all of the ounces. Right. A little bit, maybe worth $10,000, you have to pay a fee to go get it. Oh, and you have to pay for the the upkeep. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) You're you're not going to be able to go down 1,500 feet, I don't think. It's always like that treasure hunting thing seems like a good idea. But you watch those shows about the guys that if you don't find like 10 boats, you're not making anything. Because countries lay claim to stuff, old relatives show up. It's, yeah, it seems like a good idea to find a buried treasure. But if you find it on a beach that's already in a nation, it's not yours. You don't tell anybody. No, you got to fight for it. Yeah, you just yeah, shut you up. Just jack that yeah, and I get totally out of there. Agree. Yeah. If you find, that's Brett's greatest advice ever. If you find buried treasure, shut your mouth. Yeah. Why are you calling the news? Like winning the lottery and nobody knows. Just keep Grab a it. buddy. Get some help. Yeah. Dude, I found a buried treasure. Are you going to keep your mouth shut here? I'll split it with you. Those guys, those salvage companies are very competitive and also yeah. Oh, yeah. They're because, armed and dangerous. Because, yeah, they're, they have to fight Protect off. Their Once fine. people know what you're up to, they start showing up like vultures. Everybody turns into Gollum with an Instagram. They're, they're like greedy and then they want to brag about it. It was found by a U.S. salvage company called Rockfish, Inc. They've been searching uh, for the wreck and its golden bounty since 2016 using sonar and towed a camera sled down about 500 meters. And they found it. There were 200. It sank on November 4th, 1875, carrying at least 275 souls. Only two survived. They're still around. But it had a, a... had that uh, 4,000 ounces in gold, according to the ship's log, and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Nobody cares about the cattle. Other We're going to unearth the cattle bones. Give me the gold. By the way, Gollum's Instagram. First new band name of 2024. I kind of like that. Also came up with one right before the end when I saw a friend of mine sent me a picture of the, uh, he was leaving the Safeway and at the thing. Uh, one of the tabloids headlines said, Exhume Matthew Perry. And I'm like, that is a great band name right there. Should have been in the 90s. <laughs> we already want to dig up Matthew Perry. The star does. <laughs> Why? Not so sure. All right, Brett. I got uh, no, two you got quick some? ones. Oh, Brady's already two got quick some. Two quick Brady oh, videos. I think Brady had any today. Brady had the grappler. 
This is a lady uh, reaching out, looks like to a bucket that's uh, must be raining or something. The water's coming off the roof. Mm-hmm. So she's reaching out to collect some of the water. In the bucket? Steps back yet. Oh! oh, oh pulled hamstrings. Oh, like, yeah. That was like a snapping. James Brown split. Oh, yeah. Too. She did the split. Man. She stepped on some yeah. tile, and her other foot's oh. in rocks, and she does a full baby birth that, split. That old lady was not oh, ready. Look at it's that. extended, even. That leg. Oh, that is, what do they call that when the... I like, they've been married a while. He doesn't even pay attention. Is it an ep- What do they call she it? gave her a pesiotomy. Episiotomy. Yeah, she gave herself a home kit. <laughs> DIY episiotomy. Oh, man. I bet a baby just fell out. <laughs> She's not even pregnant. It's just because the hole just bloop. This oh last one's the first, uh, first death video of the year. Okay. This is a, a double. Lady walking down the road with a... Oh, Jesus. Oh. She's walking down the road with an umbrella and a car that- just rolls over on her. Dukes of Hazard style. What, what is going on? That guy's running from something. That almost looks CGI'd. It kind of does. It does. Uh, I yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if that's real. shenanigans here. Look at that. I think I might. I think I might be with Brett on that. It's still cool. But... Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Good Hollywood sound effects. But again, here we are, January two. Is that going to happen to me this year? Don't know. The bucket's empty. What will fill it? I don't know. I got a couple of videos that might. All right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, We're back. All right. Uh, Here we go, Jim. <laughs> Let's see. All right. We'll start off. Uh, we'll start off mild. Okay. <coughs> Just your basic car accident here or truck Mom's accident. You haven't seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll show it to you. Oh, oh semi, a semi hauling gas just drifts all the way across the freeway. The wheel. Is that here? Fellas, that looks like one of our own. It passes. almost does. I'm not sure. He goes from the far lane to the middle lane right into the center of the freeway. Oh, and everybody gets out of the way, but then the truck just full of gas explodes. Wow. Is, I think that's what I heard every single second of uh, New Year's Eve. Is it bad that I thought that would be bigger? <laughs> I don't know. Double tanks? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's not done yet. That's pretty big. Oh, my goodness. Bang. Well, that's why the air quality is so bad. Look at that. Just well, that's the other thing. You see it leaking out. Yeah. There's more fire did you, later. Did you find out? Oh, here you go, Toledo. The moms for scissoring. Moms for scissoring is not real. It's a it's a thing going around. Carrie Lake has had a thing with all these moms. I I posted it to you guys last night. I gave yeah. it I sent it out. Yeah. Because I died laughing. I think Brent sent it to me too. Mm, and so uh I see it and it turns out it's not real. Damn. But Carrie Lake is standing in front of a, a thing that says moms for scissoring. And she it looks like a bunch vote. of moms. Yeah, and I'd be like, all right. <laughs> If Perry Lake's going to mom's for scissory. I don't know what the real event was, but <laughs> held it at the NBA vote. game. This, yeah, this looks more like mom's for scissoring than anything they actually are. Uh, here's a little winter accident. Okay. Oh, snowman guy running into a snowman. But <laughs> <laughs> you gotta catch the slow mo. Slow mo. Saw that stick. Did it throw him? Oh my God! First of all, that is a lame arm. Frosty goes right into his eyeball with the snowman arm. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, I need goggles. I need goggles. The Tetons in the background are beautiful. The goggles, they do nothing. And uh, we'll end it with... uh, That is horrible for me to watch. 
Now it's our first day back to work. Oh. Let's end with this one. My eyes hurt so bad. Okay, this is. Oh, no, what do we no, see? No, stapler. Stapler and some scrotum skin going in between where the stapler goes. A little scrotum chubby or foreskin. Feminine. Oh, I don't know. What is he still? Oh, he stapled his penis head. Oh, he pulled the skin up over the head of his wiener, and he's going to staple. He's got a fist in the air. Stop! Don't do this. Don't do it. Stamp it. Stapled it closed. Oh, oh, stapled the turtleneck. Oh, there you go. Oh my God! Happy New Year! <laughs> wow. He's got a nice hog too. What's this guy doing? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Oh man, I understand if I had a little dick, I'd try to wreck it, but that's a decent one. Oh, I'm getting pictures of guys who have the grappler, and it's like a. It's pretty neat. It's like uh, two you guys. Who you mean you can it? buy yeah, your own grappler? The one that's on there. It's on the police car. Oh, okay, gotcha. So they spend it. The uh, it's a. Oh, it's got that net. Thing. Okay, yeah. I've it's almost that. like a cartoonish. Boing, 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 boing. Yeah. Like it's two retractable arms that shoot out with a bunch of TRX bands. I guess it's got to hold onto it somehow. Is that what disable? I wonder if that's what disables. Well, that goes. Yeah, and then connects underneath the tire. I think you get up under the tire somehow. Wow. And then lift it, and then the tires get caught up in the thing, and it just pulls a bunch of rope out. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Says uh, it's pretty cool how it works. They have to get close enough to wrap up one of the rear tires, and the car is done. Maybe an F-350 would pull away, but it would eventually wrap up in the brake lines and wreck something and disable the vehicle. It is a lot of fun. Like, there you go. Well, the cops are enjoying using it. So, man. so long as you guys are having fun. It sure is fun. As long as you're having fun. Hey, look, there's a black guy. Let's get him. <laughs> Can't throw us in jail for this. Just messing up his Pontiac. <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. There's your first uh, Brady report of 2024. And that eyeball thing has me. The eyeball thing's worse than the penis yeah. staple. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because yeah. the guy didn't do it on purpose. I feel yeah. I feel accidents like that could happen to me. Yeah. I know for a fact, unless I'm being tortured, that my dick is never going to be stapled <laughs> shut. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be something I do to myself. You're not going to walk by Jill's desk and all no. of a sudden you're up. Accidentally get my... Look. Well, Jill, yeah. maybe. Maybe. But that wouldn't be an accident. It would be, hey, Jill, you want to try something fun? <laughs> it's never going to happen. My dick is never going to accidentally slide in the staple thing right, right as it's being shot. Is that a new stapler? Right. It's not a thing. But there's a very high possibility that a snowman's stick arm jabs my eye out. <laughs> I hate that. There it goes. Your Brady Report. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We were just talking about this off here just now. I had something else I want to talk about. The Chappelle special. I watched that. Uh... On, on Netflix, and man, oh man, the, the brilliance of Dave Chappelle, if, like him or hate him, whatever, uh, was to take the first 10 minutes of the special and use all the words that have been uh, levied against him as a bad guy who makes fun of, you know, trans and makes fun of this. And, makes, and he's had this, you know, bouts back and forth with the political correct police. Uh, and he says a line in it that basically says, I'm done making fun of those trans people. I'm going after a new group. The handicap, 
And he says, because I love punching down. Because that was the phrase that they kept using. He punches down. Why punch down? And he kept saying, because I love punching down. And then he'd, and then he'd make it another just brilliant kind of uh, meandering stream back to the punchline to the trans people. It's it's incredibly well written, well worded. Maybe not as funniest thing, but it was it's good. And you'll laugh and you'll think and it's funny. Um, but then they started going off on it. But the thing that's out now is Chappelle walked out off stage at one of his shows because somebody was filming him. And uh, you said you like you have a problem. It's easier to remove the guy with the camera than it is the other thing. You, Caliendo. You think, but may, maybe not. You know, I, I think that if somebody breaches that, you can't trust the audience. The dude is already got too much for you to be the editor of a special you're making that he didn't give you permission to make. I have no issue with that. Now, Chappelle's problem is he'll take your phone at the door. You agree to that? If you whip your phone out and he says, I'm stopping the show if anybody starts filming this. Caliendo. And rightfully so. Because he's got a lot of money to protect. And a lot of corporate jobs to protect. When he did our uh, our happy ending show. Homework after dark. Uh, last December, which went great. One of his rules. No, no cameras. Like, don't. Like, like we again, we didn't take everybody's phones, but if it started to get to the point where you saw, he, he said, I'm leaving. And I'm like, I am too. I don't want that either. I don't want people to, I don't want it. I would have walked off the stage if they're like, all of a sudden they're like, we're not turning these off. I'm like, all right, we're done then. Yeah. Because I don't want somebody to be, you know, in charge of what they think I'm saying or what, what is actually happening. I, I get it. It makes sense to me that a performer like Chappelle's like, I told you no phones. If I see a phone, I'm leaving. Sorry. I don't have time to have security come make sure of this. Uh, I, I don't know what you've already filmed. I don't know. I, when did they catch it? That's the bigger thing. When did they yeah. nab the thing? It's At like, the beginning. Know, and maybe right. the um, – and I don't know what the deal was if there was refunds or anything like that. Sure. But if I said no – and it's clear. You went to the Chappelle uh, concert down yeah, there. and we Mar- It them. was very clear that if cameras come out, the show ends. That's it. It was very clear. There were signs everywhere. We're taking your phone. They do it at Silk Sonic. Oh, yeah. And Bruno Mars. Bruno and they Mars have a song. Yeah. They sing a song, We Got Your Phones. They don't want you to film them saying, and I don't blame them. Now, we, broke, day we broke ours out and filmed a little bit of it, but I'm also not a person that's, but you don't know who's. Dave Chappelle also had a guy get into his show at Hollywood Bowl and try to kill him on stage. So you don't know why that camera's out. It may not be to trap you on what you said. It may be to film the dude who's coming to get you. That's terrorist stuff to a comedian. Why is there a guy filming when it's clearly been stated, don't film me? Yeah. There must be something going on I don't know about. I'm getting out of here. I'd be triggered by that, too. If I said... Stinks for everyone else because of that one idiot. Right. But... But that's on him. That's... Yeah, and that's Chappelle's rule, and he's like, look... You don't understand when a dude comes up and tries to stab me and kill me on stage, I have some pretty strict stage rules because I got some heat on me from some lunatics. And if you if you break a phone out, even though it's clearly stated not to, I'm assuming there's two or three of you and they're doing something up. To, you're up to no good and I'm getting off stage. And I don't blame him. Head in the yellow spring. Yep. I don't blame him. Now, another thing that needs to end is the... Uh, the CNN New Year's Eve thing. I don't know if you watched any of that. I was fine. I didn't because I knew what was going to happen. Well, did you? Because I don't yeah. think you could have predicted what actually. AC what, the, would get too drunk. Uh-uh. No, no. Anderson doesn't. He did a shot. 
but he was he was immediately regretful of it. Uh, his friend Andy Cohen. Remember, remember, they had Kathy Griffin on there for a while until she cut someone's head off uh, <laughs> in effigy and had to be uh, removed from TV. But so those two are up there, and they're both, uh, you know, uh, homosexuals who are fine with that, and that's fine at that point. Then they invited Saturday Night Live's Bowen Yang, who's also gay, and another guy who I'm not sure if Bowen Yang is dating or married to, or but he's he was also gay, and so it started to devolve into this insanely unrelatable to most of America kind of thing. And I'm watching. And then on CNN, America's news leader, according to them, one of them asked Bowen Yang's, what do you want to do, you know, to kick off the new year? And he goes, I don't care what it is, but I hope I'm ass up. <laughs> oh, All right. No one can relate to this anymore. That's enough. That's plenty. <laughs> you guys have taken over CNN and made it the gayest New Year's I've ever seen in my life. And then one guy just said, ah, if I don't get, if I don't take one in the back door tonight, this is a failed year already. And I just started thinking if you had like a, you know, one of the ladies over on Fox saying, I don't know. But if there isn't a inside me in the next 10 minutes, this is over. <laughs> CNN would have had a field day with it. I'm sure Fox will eat them alive. But man, did that get gay. And Maestro is too gay. But I know now if I was an actor, the first thing I would do is make out with a dude on film because it guarantees Oscar nominations for everything about that movie. Still, that is a boring, boring, sleep app. boring movie. But it is like crazy about like awards. And essentially, it's now Hollywood makes movie for itself. This is not. First off. Leonard Bernstein's a tight audience anyway. Like you're not appealing to middle America too hard with the maestro. But maybe it's an interesting story. I got a little um, uncomfortable. I'm like, man, is anyone – he's grooming. Oh, yeah. They don't mention anything about that. <laughs> Dude's sort of like, creepy. This is like – it was glorified. Right. Like saying – And he has his wife. for a, uh, a genius. Yeah. And But he's gro- they, totally groomed. I, I got the same impression that you were lucky to get – by Bernstein. That's yeah. essentially what the movie was about. It's like, hey, if he chose you and took his little conductor's wand and gave you one, congratulations. What a gift. But you're right. It was more of like the Liberace grooming thing, which Liberace, they made way too like unrelatable to us. But at least it was a flamboyance that you're like, this dude's life is insane. Yeah. You know, they tried to give him the crank. And this was normalizing like... I agree. I yeah. watched that, and I'm like, this isn't a decent man. This is a person who's I'm taking with, advantage of I'm watching of with my mom. <laughs> well, that's going to make you wildly uncomfortable <laughs> no, in the first I, place. Well, it is. I mean, let's be honest. You and Bunny watching all that gay, uh, you were both a little bit tight in the b-hole area. You, Leonard's not getting in either of you that night. Well, some, didn't she think you were uh, you and Brady were? She thought Brady that? was a homosexual, and then for he was, sure. She was trying to groom. Well, she thought for sure you'd groomed me. <laughs> It was far too often that it was mentioned that she was showing me around town since Brady's never going to bring a girl home. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean I need to see the the fiancé trail. <laughs> well, we just aren't sure Brady is going to ever do that. You don't think I'm his lover, do you? Anyway, this is where Brady went to elementary school. All right, this tour's <laughs> over. I don't care where he went to elementary school. I'm a man. Behind and I'll prove it to you, Bunny. I'll prove it to you right now. Brady's boyfriend's getting mad. Stop saying that. 
But yeah, so I'm sure you and you know Buns watching the the big gay conductor movie was a little bit tight anyway because we, it's we both uncomfortable. Agreed it was boring. It's boring more than anything else. It's and a she's drag. usually into the uh, that kind of uh, film. Gay it's probably like uh, not so much that. Yeah, but. I couldn't get through the whole thing because I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like him. Like that's I just didn't like him. Like oh, this guy's kind of a seems like kind of a jerk to everybody around him. And I understand like okay, you have this secret life. But why are you dragging these people along with you? And more importantly, for his wife. What are they sticking around for? She's as bad as he is. This is about this is a group of unlikable, abhorrent people, and not because they're gay, because they're just constantly making a mess of other people's lives. Hollywood. Yeah, you you essentially are wrecking other people's lives for your own secret life. What I saw was that was like I'm willing to destroy other lives and never be apologetic or stop doing it because I have a secret. It's selfish nonsense. But, oh, it's every Academy Award you could ever imagine that's going to go to Bradley Cooper because he kisses like 10 guys in the movie. So if I was, if you're an actor, that's the key. That is the key. I do want to see the new Wonka, but I'm not a big movie guy anymore. I used to like him, but I most of the time I'm so disappointed within the first the, 10 minutes. Did you see the um, one that was supposed to be the box office boomer was Aquaman? the Fiari. Oh. Oh, Ferrari. Ferrari sorry. Yeah. And that's Adam Driver. Uh-uh. First four days of the, it opened up six point eight million. Nobody they spent ninety five million. Yeah, well, because we're so like done with the whole. There's going to be a preachy moment. Like I think I think most of America is tired of going to the movies because somewhere in there it's going to tell us how we're doing it wrong. Somewhere in there, there's going to be a message for society that's like. Bleh. That's why I think everybody loved Barbie, even though it had that message. It was just playful enough to be like, all right, I get it, girl power, but whatever. It's still kind of tongue-in-cheek girl power. It did have the message that, like, the dudes are dumb, but Ken was dumb, so it made sense. We want mindless entertainment, which makes the Marvel movies kind of why they're so popular. And why this, uh, but, man, between Bo and Yang and his boyfriend saying that they were going to BF all over each other the second uh, Anderson and Andy weren't on camera anymore, I'm like, wow, Happy New Year, everybody. That's weird. At least Seacrest kept it in this, you know, kept it together. Rita Ora, what are you doing after? I don't know, Ryan, but if I ain't getting in the next 20 minutes, it's a mess. Back to you, Ryan. That's exactly Dick Clark's dream of New Year's Rockin' Eve is that now it's New Year's Eve. He says we've kind of lost a little decorum with the whole thing. And then they're like, can I, I say that on TV? I'm like, the uh, Nashville version of the <laughs> New Year's Eve party. That was imp- I know, look, I'd rather watch gay guys actually bone than country music <laughs> ringing the New Year. I'd rather I'd rather be under a gay guy on New Year's Eve than like, the Nashville Cooper stuck in a dryer. Like, I blow twenty people to avoid the Nashville country music New Year's Eve. What do you want to be? I want to be fishing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fishing. Maybe we just shoot a gun into the water. Yeah, I would like. Where's the nearest dick? I would say if I was there, I gotta blow my way out of this thing. Yeah, between CNN or the Nashville uh, New Year's, give me Bo and Yang taking one. <laughs> I'm not afraid of gay. I just found it to be kind of like, wow, that's not really relatable to most of the United States, is it? I just, because most of the people... He narrowed his audience. Yeah, it really kind of does streamline down to one group of people that kind of feel that way. I don't think, because my grandparents didn't go out for New Year's Eve. They used to watch Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, and I know for a fact that if... Shirley and Bill were still alive, they'd be watching the CNN one because their TV wouldn't be off CNN. I almost guarantee. 
Almost guaranteed. Although, I don't know. Probably, they were super, like, blue. That would have thrown them for a loop-de-loo. <laughs> that would have been kind of like, wow. Did those four guys just say they were going to oh, after this? Have, man, if we could go back. <laughs> if I could get Bill Skaggs back to the planet for one day, it would be New Year's Eve Bo a couple nights ago. And Bo and you, who's that? A Chinaman. Oh, he's on Saturday Night Live now. <laughs> He seems a little femme. He is, Bill. And he's all, and that's his boyfriend. And then those two are also gay, but they're not together. All four of them are gay? Yeah, turn it up. If I don't get, you know, my ass up in the next hour. What? Are they talking about, look, turn it. And that's where it all starts, the stereotype. The Chinese, yeah, they're all gay. Yeah, they're all homosexuals, and that's how you got COVID. <laughs> but it was a weird kind of thing. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. But I did find it to be kind of a... And that's enough of the whole, you know, I watched another thing about Sam Smith last night at the Hall of Fame. And does yes, squeaky Sam Smith that said that he wouldn't be um, a star if it wasn't for George Michael. I'm like, George Michael was not the first gay guy. And besides that, he hit it, too. Uh, I just saw him openly gay on stage singing. And I thought. It can happen to me. I'm like, Culture Club, Queen. Like, there were so many gay. Elton Andrew John. Ridgely. All of the gays. Like, Judas no, Priest. We Judas Priest. But think of all the gays that are like, George Michael didn't break anything down. It's not. And Sam Smith has a beautiful voice. You were going to be a star. Nobody was trying to keep you out because you're gay. That's not been a thing for a long time. So, I get it. The people before you struggled. George Michael was a little worried about coming out. When did he finally... When did he finally come out? I don't even remember. I don't know if he actually, like, well, went in that park when he was blowing the well, guy yeah, and yeah, arrested. Yeah. But, I mean, did he ever openly admit it before that? Uh, I'm not so sure he was just, like, really out and about screaming. Right. But I, people kind of knew. Yeah. He, was like, he cool. talked about other political issues, too, in, yeah. in some of the songs. But I don't know if it was in his songs either. Boy, George never came out. <laughs> Didn't have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did the second his song. Like, surprised. he's out. <laughs> like, I don't need an announcement from that guy. Yeah, forget yeah, that. That's like Bulbul telling me he's <laughs> African. I know. <laughs> you don't have to. I know. You don't need to walk around with a pot on your head. Paul Lynn. That. Yeah. yeah, Paul Lynn is gay. <laughs> huh? yeah, it, just, it was a strange thing. New Year's Eve was a strange thing. Because I don't think anybody knows what to do anymore. It's like it's polarized New Year's Eve. You got gay CNN appealing to that. I don't know what redneck nonsense went on over there it did. at that it used Nashville to be thing. One show, yeah, you know, maybe Dick Clark's Rock and Eve, and then occasionally you tune in, and there's like somebody trying to do something similar that wasn't interesting. Didn't they used to do like the the New York Time Zone and yeah. Midwest and everything? Yeah. Now it was just basically they run the tape. Yep, yeah, they get New York out of the way, and it, mm-hmm. it shoots out to everybody. And Blake Shelton got in trouble for saying it wasn't live. Well, if if it's if he's talking about it being midnight and he's in New York and you're in, it's not live. If you're anywhere, you know, past Ohio, yeah, those people aren't staying there until two in the morning uh, <laughs> waiting for Phoenix doing it over. You know, yeah, right. No, Hawaii. They have to. You know, they're not oh, doing yeah. that. But yeah, now it's. I noticed how polarized our New Year's Eve shows are. Fox has one, and yeah, it's you like, go back to New York and it's like midnight our time too there's nothing but butts up at New yeah York. that's right they're all ass up with Bo and Yang <laughs> <laughs> butts up it's two <laughs> two 24 there's four of us that's two put it in me I don't remember Dick Clark ever saying that I remember once when he leaned over and gave his wife a kiss people were like because he had that the stroke, stroke yeah. <laughs> and then she kissed him like I don't want to see that but I'd rather watch a guy with a stroke making out with his wife than Bo and Yang and his boyfriend <laughs> 
Ryan. <laughs> Doing chocolate fondue all night long on my TV. Keep to yourself. I don't need to see anybody having sex on New Year's Eve. I don't want to have Jim J. Bullock for a correspondent for uh, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Jim J.'s too manly. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Happy New Year, everybody. It was just a strange one. Yeah, well, don't waste your time on Maestro if you were thinking about it. I know the Oscars say it's great. Boy, just want it's, a good nap. Yeah, if you want to sleep, if you have a trouble sleeping, boy, I tell you what. And I know Bradley Cooper put the nose on and everybody was upset about that. But how come nobody's mad that he's not gay and he's playing a super gay guy? And, you but know, the, mad about the, the conducting. The he was nose. a good conductor. He, I yeah. mean, he looked just. Oh, the acting's great. Yeah. Until you realize. Like oh, this the master. Is a guy I don't think that anybody should like. Like, glorifying him for his music's one thing, but kind of a dick. Real selfish is what Using I got Using his out of wand. It. Yeah. Oh, he used his wand on just about anybody he could fool. And he was fooling everyone. It wasn't a good time. They, try to, they, they make the point that he couldn't be out. All right. Well, he was with his wife. That poor lady, was. she stuck around through all of it. And they only talked about eight dudes in the movie that he banged. And they yeah, talked about it ad was, nauseum. Oh. <laughs> you know, a lot of dude chatter in there. He was after all of them. That's why I kind of admired Liberace. He just boned everybody. And he, he, I mean, even when he was done, there were still ladies that followed him. That he was a, yeah. Oh, he was a heartthrob. Yeah. He was another one that was kind of like, you don't see it, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keeping secrets, really. He hid cancer better than he did gay. Uh, it's eight fifty one. Uh, we got our, it's Tuesday, so we're going to do a what would Brady do and the hot releases. I got a couple of good what would Brady do's while we were. Oh, we got all right. I got some gems. Why? I don't know if any came out. Let's it was see. over the week. Let's find out right. who has the balls to go. All right, post Christmas, this yeah. is what I'm giving you. I had to wait till after the gift giving season. Uh, we'll see if anything's out there. If not, uh, what would Brady do coming up next? It's ninety eight. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It is time now for Brady to start your new year off by making it so you're a better person than you were yesterday. Because you're horrible and he's not. So you can kick your year off by doing the right things just by doing what Brady did. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Mo Money Pawn and MMP Guns. Uh, get your year started off. Maybe it's the uh, your resolution is to get more proficient with a firearm. That's a good one. Nobody ever does that. Well, there's a new class coming up that I'll... Uh, there is? Yeah. Can you give it to us? Uh, I can give you the... I just it. Give it the basically, when I did the AR-15 building class... Uh, you Glock fans will be very oh. excited. Let me just say that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So I'll be, I have to cut the commercial. Today. I'm going to that. Like that. Yeah. That's going to be a blast. Okay. MMP guns. You pay attention. We'll tell you when that's going on, but that's pretty good. You're building your own. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and you can uh, head on over there. It's on 12th street and Indian school right there next to Mo money pond. Our friends give you what would Brady do? And I've got two gems over the holidays that I hung on to. One was quick, simple. Uh, dear, are you ready? Are you ready. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Did you have anything you yes. want to get off your chest? Or like renew the year? Or you... No, you know what? It was um, that thing you do with the fingers under people's noses in front of your daughter. And... I thought that was just a little. 
tattletale-ish. I mean, on my part, yeah, no, it wasn't. It was you. It hurt in front of yeah. your daughter, pretending to have digitally penetrated a woman and putting the fingers under my nose. And then I told your daughter, "You know what that joke means?" And that's when you got like, "Don't, don't, don't, no!" Right in front of Kirby Herbs. No. And then Scott Haynes said, "Oh, Kirby knows the fingers under the nose thing." Every time Daddy goes to Wendy's, he's like, "Pure Wendy." <laughs> <laughs> Got my fingers in Wendy's. Uh, so here's one. It says, Dear Brady, uh, in lieu of Christmas presents, my daughter asked my wife for new breasts for her birthday in February. She's 20. I told my wife, we're not paying for her boobs. And my wife said, why not? Uh, is it wrong for parents to pay for sex toys? It's Dominic. That's what it is. <laughs> Would you uh, ever pay for Kirby's? Breast enhancement. No. No, right. No, I, one, I, I think that's still too young. 20? Yeah. Uh, from what still, I'm hearing, are they still growing from then? From, from what I'm year. hearing of year. a lot of uh, people that got it done young, yeah. at like that age, they're having complications. Right, because they didn't listen to the doctor when they said these are like 10 years max. Yeah. They start tugging them out. And your body's still, you're still developing somewhat. A little bit. Yeah, maybe it is. You know, twenty is twenty is a thing. So when would you buy breasts for a woman? Twenty four, twenty three, twenty four. I'm saying uh, thirty. And if your parents would you still kick in and help her buy boobs, even at thirty? I don't think. Yeah, I'd have a hard time with that. Putting cans in your daughter. Yeah. I, I, no, you, go strip like any other broad that wants cans. I mean, if that's damn you it, know. Brett, you see the world so clearly. I mean, he's right. Now, if she's using it for a vocation, a job, well, then, you know. Well, if she's trying to earn money for new cans or nursing school, that's how you do it. Right. You go show your beef to strange uh, Persians. <laughs> it's just the way the world works. Brett's right. Yeah. Go show the, flop those A cups around and learn how to shake your ass. Mm-hmm. But for this guy, it's it's going to take a little longer. And then it's like, we need to get her some new cans. And say so in your dance. I'm dancing for new boobs. So if you guys help, it's like a GoFundMe (laughs) page. Only it's live. He's right. Brett, that's absolutely right. Don't pay for your daughter's boobs. Make her earn them. Take a second job. They mean more to them, too. They'll take care of them better. They won't be so... (laughs) Take care of them better. Yeah. (laughs) They won't be so haphazard with how yeah. they treat their breasts if mom and dad bought them. Come back all dented, stained. Oh, that's what's going to happen. I know, but yeah. And you know, and that's the other thing. If you bought your daughter boobs and she wasn't like, she didn't have anybody, like there's no boyfriend when she, before, and then she gets the boobs and now there is a boyfriend, you basically paid 15 grand for that dude to slide between them. Essentially, because that's yeah. why that's the reason why she caught one. If she wasn't doing well before, and then she shows up with a dude in new cans, that's that dude slapping them around. And you don't pay for your daughter's, but do you pay? You don't pay for your daughter's. No, I have a friend, I'm a sugar daddy. I have a friend who did it. Paid for his daughter's cans. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of gross. It is self. a little weird, and we we tease him. I haven't been around him for a while, but we tease him a little bit. I, I guess I know of. You know, like you meet uh, some families, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got them for our daughter." Yeah, maybe like face graduation present. Really? Just give her money, and whatever she does with them, that's different. Like if you yeah, give her, you're giving her fifteen, like 15 grand. grand for graduation, yeah. Jesus Christ, going back to school. All right, uh, take that trip to Europe. I would even have trouble giving my daughter like lip injections. 
Because I know why she wants those. The DSLs. Yeah. Get stuck in a dryer. You're going to see her. <laughs> you're going to yeah, yeah, see her head yeah. sticking out of a fence hole. I'm stuck in this fence. <laughs> you're so much bigger than your dad. Yeah, the, the, oh, see, and that, <laughs> I hate when they mention Well, that. that's what I'm saying. Oh, don't you so hate. now think about that. You bought cans for that. An excellent point. Yep. Brett's right. You're so much bigger than your dad. Should be a phrase that, because that's when I immediately just hit, okay, next video. I don't need parents being talked about in the middle of my tug. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut about I like the foreign ones where I choose to read the subtitles. Uh, Dear Brady, a friend of mine invited me to a Suns game over the holiday break. Great seats, fifth row behind the basket. Uh, it's the Wizards game. I had a blast. That was a, that was a good one. I was at that one, too. Uh, at the end of the night, he drops me off at the house, and I told him, hey, man, thank you very much. That was fun. And he goes, yeah, just Venmo me or Apple pay me whenever tomorrow. And I laughed, and I said, you got it. And the next day, I get a text that says it's 245 face value for the ticket. He was serious. And then he told me, well, I told him, I said, do I really have to pay for You invited me. I said, do I have to pay for that? He said, he told me his wife owns the second ticket, and she wants the money. But she didn't want to go. So I'm baffled. I see this guy on the second, which is right now. He's probably already seen him. On the second, when we go back to work, and I'm not paying him. I'm taking a stand. 2024 is my year for being more assertive. Worst part is I bought him tequila sodas in the VIP that night. Beers are free, but since I was the guest, I said, don't get beer. I'm buying drinks. Uh, And that was included. uh, Beers included except hard alcohol, so I knew I was going to overpay for that. Uh, When he confronts me at work, what should I do? What would Brady do? It's my first time ever emailing you guys. Love you, Martin. That's a that's a bad situation there because usually when you invite somebody and you you preface it saying I've got this ticket available, you know the I can get it for face value. You put that up front, yeah. then you say no, I'm not going. But if you do go, and uh, you're under the assumption that it's he's just invited you to the game, or that's what an invitation alcohol, is. I would say here's the money for the ticket. Um, here's the money that I spent on alcohol, yeah, uh, and deduct. I'll deduct it from that right. from the thing. You're not you're friends anymore because if, if you're on. and if it's your wife's ticket, she should have made it up front. You got to buy yeah. it from my wife, though. Yeah, like if he didn't bring that up. Now the only thing that changes this if he's like, "Hey, my wife's selling her ticket. Do you want it?" Yeah, if he said that anywhere, right during that discussion, right? Because I go like, then I, maybe you would. Be. A lot of the times, the guys I take like I'll go to the Suns game and just out of kindness they'll say. What do I owe you for the ticket or what? I'm like, eh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's not it's Mark's ticket anyway because he's the other half. But, he, you know, I give my ticket to his kids all the time. And if anybody wants our tickets from his family, they got it. So Mark and I have kind of a give and take as uh, combo ticket holders. But I've never once said, Brady, do you want to go to the game with me? At the end of the night, I'm charging you. Yeah. It's just, that's not what an invitation is. 2024, the resolution I want to see sweep across this valley but as far as this voice reaches, is if you're a cheap, stop it. The new resolution, it doesn't mean you have to throw money all over, but stop being, there's a difference between being an exor- like a crazy spender and being cheap. And if you're a cheap piece of, stop it. That's it. I understand being frugal. It doesn't mean water needs to flow, you know, and money just flying out the door. But if you invite somebody to something and then make them, Buy it after you're a cheap, and that needs to end. That yeah, just needs to that's end. Bad etiquette. That's just 
crappy humanity. You don't need friends like that. You don't. You're, and you know what? It, and here's the other thing: it costs two hundred forty-five dollars to never talk to that guy. Yep. So on, never deal the, with him again. Also, on the other and the other side of it, if you get that invite, which is very nice, yeah, like you should offer. Offer. Yeah. Hey, Always make what an do offer I owe you? saying, can I, you know, do something? Or, you know, if right. he says, no, I've got it, then you did what the you guy buy was some doing. Drinks, he buys some drinks. But let's yeah. be honest. Oh, if you're invited, you buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. That's the give and take of the invitation. But let's be honest. If you invite me to the game, I'm like, what do I owe you for the tickets? The last thing you actually expect is a, the full price. Right. You know, you do it out of courtesy. It's the same way when a woman says, I'm paying for half this. Thank you for that. Not necessary. All you want is the offer, but you, you never intended to actually do that. But if you said to me, hey, what do I owe you for the ticket? I'd be like, oh, it's a 185. They'd be like, all right, this guy's a dick. That's, that's not what an invitation is. You tell him up front. Even it's a totally simple thank you. The Sometimes up, yeah. saying, you know, because you do appreciate it. Of course. Show, show that you appreciate it. But it's the year that we have to. Point out who's being a cheap dick and say things like, hey, that's not how this works. Had you told me before, it's like Hellestray and I, when we were going to go to the game together, and I said, hey, do you want to go with me? And he goes, where's the seats? And I'm like, no. Do you want to go with me or not? Or are they good seats or not? And I'm like, there's one next to me. That's what you get. Well, I need to know where they are before I go. I'm like, all right, then I'm not asking you. Because if you, I don't want to listen to you, bitch, if you don't like the seats. I don't know what your taste levels are. But you don't have tickets. And now you're being picky about where they are? I gave you a chance. And I got good seats. And then he ended up going and didn't bitch except for the fact that it was hard for him to get in the thing. But that's just because he's treated his body so poorly. (laughs) But it's time we normal people started to say to people, hey, that's a dickhead cheap move right there. You can't do that. Oh, yeah. Unless you said before, hey, if you want to go to the game with me, my wife's selling her ticket. That's... That's as easy as that is. Oh, okay. What does that cost? Because then you'd have had the conversation. It would have been an understanding. You don't jump somebody with the price later. You don't invite someone to dinner and expect them to pay. You just don't. You want to go to dinner with me or you want to <laughs> have a going away party. <laughs> and uh, what? I got invited to one of those once. Hey, I'm leaving town, man. I'd love to see you before I go. Oh, that'd be great. Bill came and he's like, well, thanks. I'm like, what do you mean, thanks? You asked me. I didn't care if you were leaving town. What's with the waiting? What are, we, what, what are your arms stuck for? And another one where a guy told me, asked me to go to lunch with him to tell me he didn't have a job anymore. And I told him beforehand, I was like, I feel like a jerk. I live right down the road. I forgot my wallet. And he's, but again, I didn't expect him to actually follow me home, make me like write him a check, which I had to do. To cover the bill. Yeah, because I didn't ha- I wasn't going to give him a credit card. I'm like, I'll go home. Now. Oh, no, no, we're good. And at the end, he follows me home, and he's like, you just cover the bill. Are you kidding? You followed me home to... You couldn't just cover this one again? Well, I just told you I lost now my job. Now you can just Venmo him. What are we doing? Yeah, that was right before Venmo. It was just before Venmo. You the, invi- the, the, the worst is um, another bad one. Is you uh, say you go to the game, and like, oh, yeah. I'll buy that other ticket, your buddy says. Yeah. Okay, good. You pick up the ticket, and they owe you that ticket afterwards. Yeah. And then you start they asking. Right. Then you have to start asking. But to me, that's not a problem, because that's just open. Like, if you and I said, hey, you get the tickets, I'll pay you back. Yeah. Later, I can just say, hey, you owe me for the ticket. Because we already had well, an agreement. And so you mentioned that I, yeah. one time. Oh, yeah. No, but f- are you going back and say, the one that says, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I got that. I they still don't do it. I am. 
I know. Because if I, we had an agreement. I just, I, there is a couple of times where I haven't done that because yeah. it's just like, all right, you just wanted to, right. in a way, it's like you want to see what the person will do. Yeah. One thing I don't tolerate is when people start splitting bills. Well, we've talked about that. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm like, we're done here. Uh, we're, Megan hates that. Just make him. I'm like, no, nope, I'm not sitting here debating who had the tea and what this guy's 25 cents difference than mine. I'm covering the whole thing. And we just know not to take them out anymore. Matthias done that too. Yeah. There's like 11 people at lunch, yep. and she's just like, "I don't paying care. Give me it. I'm paying yeah, for it." There's a card. And you're off the list. Yep. You you start barking about what we had, and what mm-hmm. that's going to balance out in the end. Well, I didn't have you had the lasagna, and I just had a set. All right. Well, look, that's a, we're done here. Yeah, the four dollars extra yeah. that I'm paying. Let me pay for your crappy salad, and we're done. Yeah, it's the year that cheap people are pointed at and told that's not proper. You invite me to a game, I go to the game with you, I'm going to cover what I can. I'm actually going to offer for the ticket. If you charge me, I know your invitations are money grabs. That's different. That's like being fooled in a timeshare. All this is yours. And at the end, you're like, oh, if I pay you, I see how this works. Every year. Yeah, when you've got timeshare friends, you got to ditch them. Want to go to the game? And it's fun to like tease Brady about being frugal. I wouldn't say you're cheap, but you definitely will trade something before you'll give someone money. How about I give you this box of old shoes? No, thank you. I'd just rather have cash. It looks bad, though, if it's your wife's ticket that you're no, trying to terrible. sell. It's like, come on. Terrible. That's just it's one thing if you say it was your buddies or something. I yeah. mean, but your wife's, I mean, come on. That's angering. Anyway, she probably know. slapped him. What are you doing? You invited him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't charge might, him for yeah. my ticket. I doubt it. I bet you she owns the house. He, and started, he found, she found out after yeah. the fact. Cabana boy Here's over there. The other you said thing. you were going to sell that ticket. Like if my tickets were wife-husband tickets and she's not going, I'll buy the ticket from her before I'll make my friend pay. Yeah. If I asked him and she's like, yeah. you got to get the money for that. I'm like, look, if we're that separate in finances, here's your 245 If you ever use one of my tickets... With one of your friends. Now go get some chugs. Yeah, let's get that daughter of ours all loaded up. Because I'm not really related, and I've seen some videos that make (laughs) this she's selling her tickets. (laughs) I was telling you guys, uh, over the break, I was watching one where the guy was 40 years old, and he said so. And this lady comes in, she's like 25, and starts to tell him that he needs to get off his ass and get a job. And and your father's done with you being here. And he's like, look. And he just kind of does the bad porn thing. I'm 40 years old. Had a rough go. She's like, well, maybe we can make that a little bit. So dad married some, like, 20-something girl who goes and starts boning the boy and the thing. And all I could think about is, like, there's, and he's still worried about, like, dad coming 62-year-old home. father and what he thinks of him. Like, you should have established a little bit better of a life here. How can She was spectacular. That's because 62-year-old dad bought him for her. Yeah. It wasn't her dad that bought him for her. <laughs> and if it was, full her, circle. her dad did a nice job. I don't know who paid for the tattoos. Those were a little too much, but it was a good one. But, dude, the, once you start talking about fathers and when's dad coming home and it's like 24 and 40 and dad's 60, I'm like, I'm, this is, I got, my, I got my nose pressed up against a window I don't want to be looking in. Uh, it's 9.23. There you go, everybody. Stop being cheap out loud or start calling your cheap friends cheap in front of other people. Shame them. The year of shame begins now. It's 9.23. There it goes. That, my friends, is exactly what Brady did. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 
Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right, it's uh, Rage Against the Machine, a Hall of Fame inducted Rage Against the Machine. A Tom Morello speech is worth watching. It was pretty inspired. Got uh, induced by uh, what? I, I like to say it that way Ew. by uh, Ice Ice Tea, which was pretty cool. They were inducted I guess last you're night. Technically, right? You're kind of induced by Ice Tea. You're inducted. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or not. It just seems right, so it's cool. These guys <laughs> did it their way. They have the best rock lyric ever written, which is f- you. I won't do what you told me. And the crowd went crazy. My favorite thing about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is that it's in Cleveland. And even they admit Cleveland f- sucks. So they have the party when you're in in New York or Los Angeles because it's just better. You could never get that many. And they got an arena and a stadium in Cleveland. Why did you could it go end to up the- in, in Cleveland? Oh, because of Bill Haley and... Uh, the Is that dude, really yeah, because the first Isn't rock the and roll DJ, DJ and yeah. Alan, uh, yeah, Alan Hale, <laughs> no, that's a skipper. Alan yeah. Hay, what, what was, was his name? Anyway, first DJ that ever spun a rock song was Cleveland, and so they take credit. And you know, you know Ohio by sitting next to it all the time. If they have something, rock and roll, they man. just. I will say this about Ohio: they use those squeezy grip balls a lot because if they get their hands on it, they ain't letting go. They've got a tight grip on some stuff because they recognize if anybody else gets hold of it. They got the Hall of Fames of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got football. football. They work on everything. Just grip it and hold it tight because you know what Ohio is as a state? It's that old man like Uncle Leo in Seinfeld. When he tells a story, he grabs you because he knows the story sucks, but you can't get away. That's what Ohio is. They hold you because if you you knew what's going to happen, you'd leave. You're Ohio. But yeah, it was pretty cool to watch that. Ice Ice Tea was great, but they had the big induction ceremony last night. Rage didn't play. Kate Bush did. Uh, anyway, it's time for the hot releases, and the hot releases uh, are few and far between. There aren't. There's nothing. Aren't really, but there is one. There is one we'll be talking about. It isn't music or TV. Do you have a music one? Uh, yeah. Well, Do you have uh, I mean, you want to call it? No, that one's oh, short. Well, I can get that while you're uh, stretching on the okay. next one. Okay. Because you don't have any. I don't know. Nothing, there's nothing comes out. There's nothing there's really nothing out. Here's streaming. what's coming out. It's take back week. Oh, wait a minute. Are you, go, are you going first or am I going? I'll go. All right. Well, then i got to keep looking. Then. Hang on. Well, you got to get N-word or I'm working on it. Unless you want to give me that right now. Uh, hang on. That's what a, was that? That's a hell of a band name. <laughs> I know. That's what. That, that's the one I got. And imagine right. they would release an album over the holidays. Now I want you to go first because I want to hear that. I'm too <laughs> curious it. about your right. thing. That's too good. So just tell me what you got. Uh, I have uh, Funeral Vomit. Oh, my God. Their, their new album, Immense Morbidity, is coming out. Or uh, Monumental Puterescence. Huh? Uh, Here's the album title. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on. It's not Peter up to Funeral Vomit from when Marcus was on wa- yeah. Rock Wars. He's done Funeral Vomit? On Rock Wars, I'm pretty sure. So this is the album title. Immense Morbidity. Well, that's a, that's, that's the, the track name. Okay. This is the album. Doesn't matter. Who Monumental Putrescence? Putrescence? I don't know. Like, that's a smell, I guess? I don't know. Like, well, let's see what they have. Okay, what do they, I mean, what do they carry? It's going to be terrible. Funeral Vomit. Here we go. It's a great band. About what I expected so far. Yeah. I think Radio has better production on this. Wow, yeah. 
far I'm not against funeral. Oh, you will be. I'm sure it will be once it starts. Oh, that wasn't you? That was the song? No, that was the song. <laughs> that was me. It's like Vin Diesel joined the band. Yeah. Come on. That's dumb. <laughs> oh, man. I told you I had one. Then I'm stretching on this How one. many albums they got out? That's I my new favorite. I don't know. I gotta check their discography. How do you even like tell somebody like if you're dating, like what are you into? This. Okay, we're not we're not ever going up. How do you find a girl that likes you if this is what you play while you're in the car to go? Well you find them. If you're into that, you find them. I mean at least this makes me laugh. Country music is still worse. Well, they have more than one album. Because uh, I don't think this makes you dumber. I think wow, it makes they you... are prolific. Yeah, they rock it. What's Clots sound like? I gotta, I gotta hear, hear that. Funeral Vomits 2022 <laughs> smash hit Clots. Dude, have you heard Clots? Dude, Clots is like an have... epic. This is terrible. Hang on, I may have to pull it up here. It's just Let's see if it's on Spotify. Stop acting like you like that. You're doing that for attention. No one likes that. <laughs> Funeral vomit. <laughs> what was that one called? Uh, something morbidity. Yeah, something uh, putrescence. Uh, immense morbidity. Immense oh, morbidity yeah, was yeah. a song, and then something putrescence. Right, let's see. What, <laughs> let's see the other hits. <laughs> well, they have a couple albums. Yeah. I want some clots. I think this is. Uh, Sing me a little DVT. Right, yeah, there it is. Should be clots. Oh, I gotta kill. I gotta kill the other. Oh, one. that's. Oh, I thought. Frank. All right. Uh oh. Is he gonna cut? Screaming in here. You sure he's a dead cadaver? What's up? All right. Let me just skip in here. Skip a hint of clots. Give me the meat of clots. <laughs> That's just silly. That's like what my dogs would play. Dogs would sing better than mine. Let's see what other tracks are on there. Play this hit. Monumental putrescence. Look up putrescence, Rich. There has to be something about putrid smelling at the essence of yeah, putridness. Yeah, it's got to be a rotting corpse. Yeah. Here's the title track, Monumental Putrescence. Give me a little taste of that. I bet it's similar. What is it? The quality of rotting and becoming putrid. Oh, oh yeah. Synonyms are rottenness. Type of is morbidity, morbidness, unwholesomeness. The quality of being unhealthful and generally bad for Here's you. Here's another thing. Putrescence. If you use putrescence regularly and you're not a coroner, you need bars. You're a murderer. Monumental putrescence from funeral vomit. Uh, they, I'd they, rather watch this than Ricky Gervais for the last. Here's their EP. We didn't, we didn't check that one out. Yeah. There's so much to watch at a show like this. Oh, I don't even want to go to it. Just the sadness. That's what I mean. There's so many Lucifer players. Lucifer is inside me. Oh, what? I don't, I don't, they're probably just going to curse, so I'm just going to... Oh, there we go. That's better production. Is it? Oh, yeah. That is Vin Diesel singing. That's heavy. Heavy on the vocalist. What's going on with the drums? He's way back there. I don't know, but if you 
play this on a reservation, it's going to rain. I just did. That's <laughs> Either that or the kids at the shop have to sew faster. Come on. They're so many, they're so many the kids on Midland. They're like, that's bad drumming. I love it. All right. N word or F word? Uh, no, I got to look for it. You said you oh, were right, yeah. All right. The one thing that is coming out, maybe today, probably tomorrow, was that Epstein list. And let me warn everybody who's been emailing me all this morning. It's a hot release? It's a hot release. It's the hottest of all the we releases. Wait for it. No, we're all curious. Time. Now, I have not. Go back and li- listen to the tape. I stand by my statements of whatever this oh, was. Yeah. I agree. This is a sweater thing you don't want to pull. Because if it's. Everybody, I'm getting emails. A bunch of people are like, Clinton's on the list. Everybody's sweating bullets. I'm like, For before, everybody on that side, yep, you're going to have before one on the other side. Before you start getting happy about the dudes you want to see fall, just know that this might unravel some serious stuff. Remember, Jeffrey Epstein was protected by the second highest court in America when they, he made a couple they of had phone him dead calls. To rights. They had him dead to rights. And he, and he went to the uh, Palm Beach or whatever city yeah. it was down in Florida for like a, a day. And they had him, and he was protected. And I don't know if that was Clinton, or I don't know if that was Obama or Bush. I don't know who was in charge at the time, but they took care of it. And it scares me because if you start unraveling this sweater, the names that are going to be on there are Bill Gates, the royal family, God knows what other leaders we don't pay attention to. Those are the ones we know. Clinton is on there. Mm -hmm. He's already ahead of it. Bill I, think Hillary, I think Hillary might be higher on the list than Bill. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's already made statements going, I did not know that guy was up to what he was up to. You were taking his money like crazy and not asking any questions. Trump? Trump is on there. And you know Trump did it. Like Trump goes oh, to he'll Lo- own it. Trump goes to Lolita. That would, I'd admire that. <laughs> of course, I was at Lolita Island and I had sex with many, many girls of questionable age. Okay, you're not allowed to do anything else anymore, but at least you're not trying to fool me. This list could dismantle some stuff. It could, it, it could really wrench up some things. The reason Kennedy's assassination has been in a time capsule until 2025, and now, eh, let's move that to 2055. It's because we still care. They thought people would have lost interest by now. We didn't. So the eh, there's some redacted stuff that came out. There's still, like, truths that are like, eh, the whole Warren thing, we got some more stuff. We're not going to release all of it. They did release quite a bit, but not all of it. Same thing with this. So this hot release that I, I'm getting a ton of emails. We wait till that Clinton thing comes out and watch this. The Biden's going to collapse. I'm like, maybe, but do we want that? Are we rooting for that, or is it? Are we a nation that's better off not knowing some stuff? This one might be one of those. All right, shush. It's what the Catholics did, and I'm not for how they did it because they did it for thousands of years, and that, that was a little bit different. Oh, not really, but a little bit. Uh, they hid that, and we're probably better off not knowing. And have it trickle out in little bits. This big list of 200 people, we don't want it all at once. Give me one or two names at a time. But don't do the 200 at once. We're a bunch of, you've seen those piranhas or those, I guess the bass that feed over there at Bass Pro Shop or yeah. whatever when they do the, that's what we are. We're a public that when we get too much, we'll overindulge. We're going to overeat on this thing and it's going to make it. We're already politically nuts. Put this in there. Ooh. I think slow bleed it they've done a nice job of that i don't think we need to know as a general public responsible people can know there's too many irresponsible people out there that won't know what to do with this and it's going to cause you thought insurrection january 6th was bad 
wait until you find out both sides are in on it and they don't know what to do with the info and they're button heads and one's worse than the other and Clinton did this and blah, 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 did that. It'll dismantle a lot of do what we know. Do you think everyone associated with him at the time knew what was going on? They called his plane the Lolita Express. Yeah. Openly. They knew. Everybody knew. Yeah, very openly. So it wasn't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of slow walk on this one to me. And I said that years ago, I'm like, I don't think we want to know all that's going on there. Did they announce like a big presser for it or something? Are they going to? Yeah, it's basically saying that right now that the motion to dismiss the case came out and nearly 200 names linked to Jeffrey Epstein expected to be made public. Now, the names are linked to uh, money and maybe having traveled. The flight log is what they really want out. And that's something that like who's gone to the island. All of them. All of, All of them. them. I would have. I would have in a heartbeat. This guy, look. And how easy would it be? But you'd to, have gone, you might have gone for different reasons. I'd have gone not knowing. Yes, but my exactly. $500 million valued yes. friend says, fly with me to this island I own. And he shows me a couple pictures. I'm like, my God. 100%. Yeah, me, Clinton, mm-hmm. Trump, and uh, Prince uh, Andrew are all going to be there. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm going. And now there's, here's, the, here's what I compare it to. The few, the few, like I've always, I wanted to do that podcast, All Your Heroes Are Assholes. And you find that out after you meet a few of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not, not all of them, but most of them. For, when you hang out with guys. What your, what your ideal is of right. them, they, oh, it's can't, not they can't meet it. So when you, like baseball players, mm. when you start hobnobbing around with them and you realize, oh, the persona isn't real. <laughs> like what they're sold to me as is not real. Football players, it's not real. Right. And then you know them, and you know they're, and they're like, "Oh, there's a reason you guys don't talk to us the same." Like the the general public can't know what goes on. The White House in Dallas is the most it's the worst kept secret in the world. But it was basically a house they bought next to training camp. How many books have been in? Three, to, to, three players. Yeah, to just and, it, and Michael Irvin, and it was just basically designed for cocaine, yeah. and everybody knew it. If they released a list of all the players that went to the White House. You'd see Joe Montana on there. You'd see all these the guys. The closest like, thing that maybe happened that was uncovered was the uh, Dante Culpepper cruise. Right, right. And that the unfolded. Vikings cruise. Yeah. The rape cruise. Yeah. Right. You'd, and those are the far. The, now, if you have Trap the ones. them on a boat and yeah. get them out in the middle of the lake. The quiet cocaine sex parties that were going on. Magic Johnson's parties that went on. You don't want to know this stuff if you want to keep some sort of ideal. On, and that's cook. just sports. But yeah, once you realize... Once you realize that, oh, oh, I've been kind of sold a bill world. of goods here. Yeah. This one's different because it takes down, like, governments. They it's dance around it a really little bad. bit on the HBO thing, the, the Lakers yeah. dynasty thing. But Jerry Buss no, they sold him threw some against. amazing parties. And there was a lot of cocaine and anal. Magic didn't catch that accidentally. That wasn't in the air. It wasn't. <laughs> Come on. Come on, cook. And he wasn't an intravenous drug user. We all know how magic got it. Do you want the details? Or do you want to just kind of rest? I'm knowing? good. I'm good. I'm kind of that way with Epstein Island. I'm like, I know what happened. Let's not take down government because of it. Yeah. Let's not. I'm good. I get it. Our politicians are crooked and weird. But then place been. yourself in that spot. You got a billionaire buddy with a private jet. And he wants to fly you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you're not really hip to the idea that Multiple he's into kids. You wants. don't know his his story yet. What, what I have You're is on the, the list. It's not fair to a lot of these people. 
Just knowing someone doesn't make you guilty of the same crimes. I, I knew the zombie hunter. Not right. well, but I mean, right. that guy would claim to have known me. I could have been next to him and talked to him at an event myself. Right. Does that mean I'm in on it? No. Had I gone to his, I went in his car that had real cow entrails in it once because he got them from butchers to make his zombie car cool for and Halloween. You were also, I don't know if we can call it friends, but you nope. were acquaintances with another murderer in town. Yes. No, I, they were paying me. Right. Guy killed his brother. Soon after that, I dismissed the entire how is How is Keith Morrison not knocked on your door yet? I don't know. Been around a lot of death. You seem to be connected to No, 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 no. I'm not connected uh, to any of it. See, this is the problem we run right, into. That's what I mean. The second you're associated, it's like Keith Morrison wants a couple of questions. So we went to the DJ's house. How are you? He seemed all right. I thought, was he? Uh, I, I, I think the Epstein thing is a dangerous thing to just throw to the public. I think there was some beauty. The only curiosity like that I have is that is the one guy that owns the Limited and uh, Leslie well, yeah, uh, Wexner. Victoria's Secret He let guy. this guy basically turn over. He controlled. He said, here, you control my uh, finances. He gave them all to Epstein. Look. And Epstein then uh, basically unaccounted for is like, I don't know, $384 million or something that was. Do you remember the Money Makes the World Go Around song? Yeah. Nobody ever said, and let's find out why. That's just not. We just know that the billions and billions of yeah. dollars that the powerful people are in charge of makes things tick. And for eons of mankind, we've kept the dirty parts down. The general public can't know. Because if they do, they'll lose back from it. from the Roman Empire. Yeah, they just keep them quiet. Keep them fat and happy and dumb and, uh, and scare them with a sky god. You know... I watched a special on Greece, and uh, they lost their minds when they went when some dude finally went up to Mount Olympus. <laughs> Ain't nobody here. Oh, uh, yeah. ah! and they just yeah. lost it. They, yep. they were too stupid to realize that shattered the myth. that it wasn't real. They just thought the gods had left them. So where's the lightning Where coming the from? Thrones? Where's the lightning coming from? Where's love? We're, we're not a bright group as a mob, so I'm not I'm not a fan of this release. And I don't want to see some people on there that might be on there like, oh, I liked him. Donovan makes a good point. It's been how many years since Epstein's death? This list has been scrubbed ten times over. There's it's going to be pointless. There's truth to that. Right. Too. There is truth to that. This one, now Joe says this. Release it. Take them all down and start over. I'm not against that idea if you could control the populace. Right. We can't control an election. Nope. nope. I can't imagine controlling something if this gets too far out of hand. And imagine... People being added on there or... Yeah, this guy says sunlight is the best disinfectant. I agree. In little bits and pieces. Because if it all came out at once, there'd be hysteria. Yeah, exactly. Too much sun is a sunburn. Let's get, Yeah, I agree. Put a little sunlight on it. Let's expose some of it. But let's not just go, here's the list. Everyone on it is terrible. Like, uh-oh. This dude's in charge of the courts. This dude's in charge of the Senate. This dude's in, the president. This is another president. How long has this been going on? Are they all banging kids? It's terrible. So, before we all get super excited about like, ah, Clinton's on it. We got him. Just know that it's going to make it more tribalized. Oh, I'm so glad Thanksgiving's over. They should have released this Thanksgiving to create uh, conversations. Anyway, I'm just saying. I'm with you. We need to know. Slower. Everybody's too excited. Time. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. That's it. We're done. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I went digging. We'll play it before we go. On the way back. We'll play it before we go. All right. He's not wrong. All right. There you go. Sorry.
Just my little two cents. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I'm not. It's 98. <laughs> hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There you go. That wasn't so bad. Show's almost over. Got through the first day after a big break, and I enjoyed myself. I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm in a battle online with a couple of guys who were like, you just, you just don't know what you're talking about. Trump wasn't on that plane. I'm like, I don't know if he was or not. I don't know if he was or not. But we've already, we're already irrational. Just two of us. Now give this whole thing out. Kyle says, uh, me thinks doth protest too much about this list, Mr. Holmberg. Is America's sweetheart on the list? No, but I would have been, and that's what I'm saying. Had I hobnobbed around with those guys and, cl- why don't you come with me, John? I got a friend of mine. has got an island place. You're going to love it. I'm like, all right. I'd have been on the list. And a lot of you would have been too. What if Tripp's on it? There's a possibility of that. He knows a lot of people. Yeah, I've been to Lily Island. Huh? What? I don't like to talk about it. I don't blame you. I'm not against... There's ex- guys that went there that got turned down. Sure. They what? tried and failed. Yeah. <laughs> Brady would put his fingers under your nose and you just smell tricks. Tricks you, are for kids. Do you ask for a refund if you go to Epstein Island? You get turned down? Look, you promised. You yeah, promised. Right, right. I thought this was a guarantee. Yeah, Brady struck out. He wants half off. <laughs> you still got food and board. I'm just saying, let's slowly shine the light on it. Uh, one of my guys over here, Beerus, is like, list been out since 2015. Not the official court documents. That's what the, uh, it scares me. It just scares me into thinking. And I'm all for exposing the bad things, but. I think this is just I think it's just tugging on a sweater. We don't just eh, plenty of bad things have happened with men in power. We don't need to know. We find about uh, in movies 50 years after it happens. That's how we know things. Later. Nobody knows what the teapot dome scandal was. It's a big deal. But you keep enough of it quiet and it keeps people calm. Just go to work, do your jobs, hang out. I know we're not supposed to think that way, but come on. It's not it's not unravel democracy because a dude was on a plane. And it won't be the government that does it. It'll be us losing our minds on email back and forth with each other or killing our parents over. I just don't want your grandma to die because she watched Fox News and your weird liberal uncle watched CNN. And they started to fight over the list. And next thing you know, you got a dead grandma. Because that's where, that's where it leads. I'm fine not knowing some of this stuff. I would have been better off not knowing about Father Dale. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... But he didn't... It didn't crumble society. Just made that guy a bad guy. That Dobson Ranch area did, though. (laughs) It messed up some people's brains. And you saw the fights. Oh, yeah. People wouldn't accept it. For like 15 years, it was like a big battle. He's still not in jail. So it didn't really do anything. He wrote books. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Anyway. Time for the entertainment drill. Uh, entertainment drill brought to you by my friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. Don't start in with your resolutions. Make life choices. That's what you're doing right now. Don't, a resolution is something that you do temporarily to just say you had it. Let's make a life choice to start off 2024. And if it's going to get into better shape and you're going to start thinking about uh, being a better person and doing all that, then this is the place for you. Reactdefense.com is where you need to go. 
and uh, start, uh, you know, honing your skills as uh, who you are and what you are good at and what you're better at than you were yesterday. Just make yourself better for 2024. How about that resolution? Because that's something you can do every single day, and they'll help you out. Uh, you just get smarter on how you handle yourself, and you get in better shape starting now. And I know everybody starts thinking about that in January. But this one's different than just a little workout thing where you're going to go for four weeks and quit. This is a lifestyle difference, and you're going to love it. So if you're serious about it, there's only one place to go, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Brady, entertain me. A couple of things happened. Vin Diesel is uh, accused of sexual battery from an assistant. Uh, happened back in 2010, I believe. Uh, before he was singer for Funeral Vomit. Uh, it was on one of the Fast and Furious filmings. She was an assistant. She was there for nine days, but she details the uh, whole yeah, event. Yeah, it denies anything about it. Movie. Doesn't even recall anything. But is it? Then Ian Ziering had a little scrap. I think he started it. Well, he posted um, a thing that he got into um, an altercation with a group of mini bikes. Yeah. Uh, These people, not- and his point was, he's like, "What's scary is how fashion get beat up by people on mini bikes." Society has uh, these hooligans have been grouping up and falling, you know, kind of like we're experiencing here in Gilbert, right. the Gilbert Goons. <laughs> but he was like, "I just want to let you know, it didn't escalate anything worse. I'm okay. My daughter is who I'm worried about right. most. It's scared. Yeah. But here's the thing, Dad: don't hop out of your car and fight the mini bike people if your daughter's in the car." And then he ran, he wasn't that scared because he ran away from the car like hundreds and hundreds of feet and left his daughter in the car yeah. with the mini bike hooligans. But what I saw in the video, and maybe there's more to it, is that he gets out and starts wailing on a dude on the mini bike, and then all the other mini bike people—it's like a Shriners thing—they come back and they start beating up uh, Ian Ziering, and he runs away. Daughter's in the car. It's best to, as an adult to just not try to beat up. Should always have his chainsaw with him, Sharknado. <laughs> right. I got to say, he handled himself well when the group of Filipino soda delivery men attacked him. I don't know what that was. Where was he? New, New York? York. Okay. It's just a weird video, and I giggled hysterically at it because he could have avoided the whole thing by just not getting out. Rob McElhaney, who. Uh, Bought the soccer club with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. They got that show, Welcome to Wrexham. He was reflecting on 2023. One of the things that he remembers is when he uh, had an allergic reaction to something. He went to watch a soccer game, and it was something that he ate, but he posted the photo of him looking like Sloth oh in the reboot God. of Goonies. That's nice. <laughs> That's, yeah. Don't eat whatever it was. Wow. Oh, Rocky Dennis. And the last thing in the music world, um, John Oates wants to tour Oops, with Daryl. Again? Let's get back together. Good luck. He said, Good luck. And Daryl has been said, you know, look. <laughs> Daryl hates him. I've never said, uh, you know, nothing's possible. I'd go to that show just in case <laughs> they start fist fighting. Oh, <laughs> men. That's not a bad idea. Guys, so do you think Wander Franco's on that list? <laughs> Another guy said, Wander Franco's probably going to look innocent uh, compared to the list of people that are about to come out on that thing. Wander Franco was like 16 himself when that thing was going. I don't know what happened with that guy, but <laughs> it's not good. And Josh Giddy's still throwing up threes over there in Oklahoma City, and he's got a girlfriend he went to 
like homecoming with a couple months ago. We got it under control. We got it all. I just don't know. I I just want to. I just. I just don't want Amazon's delivery service disrupted. And I think Bezos is on the list. Anyway, we'll see. It's just. It's. It's a fascinating thing. We'll find out. Hopefully, nothing comes of it. I just worry about that mass info dump to society. We're not good at it. We're bad at that stuff. Uh, it's ten fourteen. Larry's coming up next. We're all done. You guys have yourselves a great first day of the year at work, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.